This week on Out Now with Aaron and Abe, we're talking Scream 6. Uh, I'll have a large pizza and a large soda. Oh, wait, hold on. I'm getting another call. What's my favorite scary pizza movie? Wait a minute. I forgot my introduction. We are now recording, and this is Out Now with Aaron and Abe. I am Aaron, as always, this is... Abe! Aaron, what is your favorite non-scary movie? My favorite non-scary movie? It's gotta be a hook, right? <laughs> I like, there are four different directions I wanted to go for that question. <laughs> I was like, what's my favorite non-scary movie? Um, Those are the games that I play. You know, Ang Lee's Hulk, of course. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great comic book movie. <laughs> it's a comic book movie. Mm. Yeah. It's interestingly hmm. directed, I guess will be the way to put it. Anyway, how are you doing, Abe? <laughs> I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm doing well. We're recording a little early on the, the eve of Hollywood's biggest night. Whoa. <laughs> so, But here we are, and uh, I'm excited for uh, what we're going to do here. Uh, Out Now is a film podcast where Abe and I discuss new movies weekly. We dig into movies, maybe most of sorry for your review, the occasional commentary track, or some other film movie topic. This is episode 525, 525. Oh, great for the Big Apple. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm trying to think if it's, if it's our first numerical palindrome of the year. Like, when was five? No, I think that we had. I feel like we well, had one to be earlier, five like fifteen. Five, one, five done, one five. But have we done ten numeric numbered episodes this year so far? Because we've mm, had a lot of bonuses. I don't know. Yeah, I'd have to look into this. Very important. Uh, but anyway, for this episode, we are discussing Scream Six, Ooh. or the Screamix, as I like to call it. Okay. <laughs> for applause and uh, yeah <laughs> so that's what we're gonna do it's like all about the sixth entry in the screen franchise and joining us to do such thing we have from joe blow and the sounds scary podcast start spreading the news he's leaving today he wants to be a part of it new york new york it's jimmy o come on sydney let's party that would have been a good line by the way that i think they good. should have that yeah. line i yeah, actually I thought so. that the ghost Eyes killer was on the podcast with us jimmy so good job i know uh, i get i get <laughs> mistaken for a lot of people lately so you know that's that's it that's that's what it is <laughs> i was hoping that we could have Ghostface killer on the podcast but i mean we we, we had to settle for rizza jizza inspector deck uh, well how do you know one of us isn't odb yeah ODB, one of us may be maybe i am the ghost face killer oh wait <laughs> well, jimmy what what day were you born Tuesday? I was born. I don't know what day I was born on. I have no, no idea. Ghostface Killer wouldn't know what day you were born either. So maybe you are Ghostface yeah. Killer. Told you. See, I'm, I'm totally the all killer. Right. Episode 515 was all the way back in November. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. That's how really? many, how many that bonus was, episodes we've done. That was a while oh ago. I, I'm saying, yeah, November. Yeah. <laughs> we've had a lot of episodes then, since then. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of been going on, Jimmy. Yes, I can see. Oh my yeah. gosh! Well, welcome to the exciting. podcast, Jimmy. We're excited. It's been a while. I think the last time I had to, I couldn't do it. I, I had to, I had to turn you guys down. I felt so sad. Yeah, we had our we October you know, specials you're, as you're we normally big do. Hollywood hot shot. We, we missed something, but yeah. But yeah. I'm yeah. glad to have you back here, of course, and for a oh, of course, for a for a horror movie that will certainly be interesting to talk about, no less. Yeah. Mm-hmm, for sure. All right. Well, let's get to some show notes real quick before we get into the other things. Uh, first up, iTunes reviews and ratings. Good to get those. Helps out the show. Helps other people find the show. If you want to log into iTunes, search right now. There, you can adjust that, and you can find our show and give us a rating review, which would be great. Thank you in advance. What else? Our Oscar specials. Right now, we are in between Oscar episodes, but by the time you hear this, it'll probably be after both Oscar episodes <laughs> have dropped. Uh, so just know that we did our Oscar prediction special and our Oscar results show. And man, what a show it was! 
Certainly there were jokes. Some of them maybe <laughs> landed. Um, probably not many, but at least no, no, and not not and, a lot. And no. you know, congrats to all the winners that we predicted correctly. And and nothing but uh, non-congrats to yeah. the ones that we didn't want to win but won anyway. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Goes. Yeah. <laughs> and good job to the Denver Broncos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, Aaron, I do have to add one thing before we go on, because the guys will kill me. You didn't mention Cinescare. I'm part of the Cinescare, Cinescare podcast, too. So You have plugs at the end of the yeah. show if you want to talk about know, rival podcasts. I, I needed to tell you. I needed to say something. <laughs> hey, you were on it, buddy. That was a pleasure, by the way. It was good oh, to see you. That it. was a fun surprise to pull. Mm-hmm. It was mainly because you breached our contract of you can't do four-themed <laughs> episodes on a different podcast during October. So that's why I, I know. on there. But... I'm, a, I'm a rule breaker breaker man I yeah the rule. oh yeah, yeah. we had you're... that drafted up in crayon jimmy yeah i know crayon. i i, I, I ripped you. it up i ripped that we paper even up. used crayola for you not even the rose art stuff that's why i wrote over i wrote over with a sharpie baby a no, sharpie no, no, nothing says good movie podcast like deep crayola cuts <laughs> hell yeah yeah that's a sharpie, good idea a i like it <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what else is in the news here as far as our show notes? Oh, we're I spreading it. We are. Well, we're going to start spreading it. Uh, new commentary track. Um, for the past few months, we've been doing our commentary theme of I Love L.A., where we talk about action-themed movies set in Los Angeles through various decades. We talked about Assault on Precinct 13. We talked about Beverly Hills Cop. And for this month, we are going to Rush Hour. Uh, Rush Hour is mm. our new commentary track. Uh, so stay tuned for that. They'll be recording soon enough. Uh, so, yeah. Um, okay, I think that's show notes. Let's move on now. Let's get to some out now quickies. Trademark. Each one another movie with the talk of the week that's on our list. Trademark. All right, Abe, I want to hear what have you seen recently? Uh, I started watching History of the World Part Two, uh, Volume Two, Part Two, uh, Part Two. Yeah, I watched the first episode. It it's good. I I enjoy the the hijinks and quirkiness and the dance numbers from everybody involved. It does remind me a little bit of. Things like Drunk History, uh, which have, uh, is no longer making new shows, but uh, you can catch a lot of them on YouTube. And there's certainly a lot of cast members spread. Yeah, a lot of regulars. Like, it's all yeah. comedy players. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. A lot of the um, Comedy Bang Bang folks are, are also uh, in History of Volume 2. So I enjoyed it. It it sometimes kind of like fell into like the background of watching, as I did some other things, uh, as you can don't really need to pay too close attention, but I'm curious to see how the rest of the parts go. I think there's three more parts that I have to watch. So you've only watched the f- the first episode? The first episode, yeah. Okay, like, so there's the there's first six, of the vignettes. There's six total. Six uh, total. Wow. Okay. Because right, like, oh it was like they're like Hulu was releasing them two at a night. Right. And so I've been watching it with my dad. Yeah, uh, because I grew up <laughs> um, Jewish and watching things either with my Mel Brooks things either with my dad or in Hebrew school. <laughs> um, so watching New History of the World is like, of course, I'm going to watch this with my dad. Yeah, but we so we watched the first one. I'm I'm happy to hear that you liked the first episode because I thought it was like eh, all right. just average. Yeah, but however, the second episode made me laugh a lot. Really gets going, and huh? the third episode I'm also great. So I've watched half of it. So we've watched half of it so far. Okay. So I'm looking forward to seeing the rest of it. But I'm Same. far more enthusiastic about it following the first step than with the second two than the first one. You're saying you like the first one already. That just makes me think you're going to like even more when you can watch the other episodes. Yeah, this is going to be interesting because I watched History of the World Part 1 way back when, like 10, 20 years ago. Uh-huh. Um, and I thought it was like, I was like, this is okay. Yeah, it's uh, not top tier Brooks at all. Exactly. Yeah. And, and by mm-hmm. the end of it, I was like, well, how long is this is this movie? Uh, but um, I probably have to watch it again. And also, hey, I got to I got to say, Mel Brooks looks great in his new body. 
So good job <laughs> on working out and staying trim and fit, Mel Brooks. 93, 95 years old, looking like buff as ever. So good job. That's all that I've been watching uh, in the day that we've spent between recordings. All right. <laughs> Jimmy, what have you seen recently? Oh, gosh. I've been, well, I've, I'm watching a bunch of Corey Feldman movies for another oh. podcast. Okay. Um, Feldcast? <laughs> Feldcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know what I can talk about. I saw Champions, which Let's is talk about Champions. Kind of, yeah, that's getting kind. Of, it's a, it's a sweet little movie, and I, it's funny because the reviews aren't great. Um, it's based on a uh, foreign film, Champions. I, I said it wrong. Um, but a, a, it's, I liked it. I, I, I think Woody Harrelson's always reliable. Uh, Kate, Caitlin Olson is amazing in it. Um, it's, and it, I just think it's sweet. You know, it's just a sweet movie, and it has a lot of heart. And it also opened this weekend. But I'll, so I'll back you completely on that because I really like yeah. it. As well. I thought it like, if you watch the Fairly Brothers movies, and this is just Bobby Fairly, mm-hmm. but if you watch their movies, they've always been supportive of like special needs and disabled like people like they they have the yeah. they have a lot of friends they have them in the background of their movies a lot they're like sometimes mm-hmm. like supporting characters and yeah. i like that they fully embrace that for or at least bobby fully embraced that for this film and i agree with you mm-hmm. like it's a very sweet natured heartfelt movie that yeah that has like the fairly sense of humor but obviously isn't going to go like make fun of the disabled kids or, mm-hmm. or adult or adults in this movie it's um, based on a true story yeah. it's it's no it's just a remake of another oh, of a spanish film okay. yeah um yeah but, but i mean i mean it, you know it's it's centered around a special needs basketball right, team right. sure the st- that premise exists in the in life sure, yeah. <laughs> but um but no, i i i i'm with you jimmy i think the movie is certainly worth watching yeah yeah i'm trying to think what else i watched i'm i'm watching it on my uh good friend of mine on picard which is exciting but i watched the new episode so it's uh it's exciting to see him on that right um yeah I, other than that i'm not really uh just been i don't know what i can talk about because i've seen so much when does this air tuesday, tuesday or wednesday yeah I, I well i can talk about shazam shazam's great um, I think I can, I think I can talk about, uh, I, so I saw Shazam, the, uh, the fear of the gods, which is just wonderful, shockingly wonderful. And, and I saw a little movie and I think by the time this airs John Wick 4, can we talk about that? I believe we, we can. can. The social embargoes up on that one. Social embargoes. So I, I won't say much more, more, but it is freaking awesome. Ooh. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, um. That's about it. I mean, yeah, it's that's about it. That's what I've seen. Okay, pretty great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I saw sixty-five. Oh, uh, you did the other oh, movie you release the... of the week. Yeah, I, I'm hearing not great things. So I was certainly discouraged by Driver vs. Dinosaur mm-hmm. um, when I was alerted that the press screening will be taking place at nine a.m. on Thursday, the day it mm. opens. Um, so I, you know, I didn't do that because I'm not driving up to a press screening at 9 a.m. I'm going to just see it <sighs> on my, on my own dime. Thanks to my regal, uh, membership thing. So I not, 50, not a sponsor. So I paid 50 cents on the, okay. the tax, uh, oh, wow. <laughs> to see the movie. <laughs> but, uh, and uh, surprise, surprise. Yeah. It wasn't very good. Oh, uh, which is unfortunate because like Beck and Woods, Scott Beck and was it Scott Beck and, um, Damien Woods, Brian, Damien, Brian Woods. Uh-huh. Um, they're like, yeah, they're, it's credited as like they're the writers of the Quiet Place, but they made a movie called Haunt that I really liked. It's like okay. haunted, like a like a, a yeah, house yeah. type movie. Haunt's like, a good uh, flick. 
yeah it's a solid like horror flick that i think does well this is obviously a different kind of genre but like i was looking forward to what they do next and it's not like they just did a terrible job like the movie's not you know it, it it's made well enough as far as what they're given to do mm-hmm. but it's just not fun like oh. it's a movie about spaceman versus dinosaur i and i'm not saying it needs to be like a laugh ride or winking at the no, camera but you. it's like there should be entertainment in the idea of seeing adam driver plowing down dinosaurs while being straight on earth yeah and it doesn't take advantage of that like in between the dino fight sequences it's just pretty ponderous yeah like, there's not enough mm-hmm. going on to sustain it so and, interesting premise but not great execution no but the other so you thing, got cocaine bared that, yeah i got cocaine bared exactly <laughs> <laughs> the, the other mm. the other thing though is it is about a man who's from like another galaxy another planet that happens to be human and speak english that goes to earth and you would think how is does this is this like gonna affect earth in some way like is mm-hmm. that gonna be a big part of it like adam driver's the secret to humanity and the film has <laughs> nothing to say about that whatsoever it's just like no it's just randomly he found earth and that's it. that's it <laughs> like that's it doesn't matter at all yeah and it's such a weird like why even sit on earth <laughs> like, it would have been hilarious if like he runs into um the guy from prometheus at the beginning and is like hey hey and then they just like go on their separate ways that'd be something uh... <laughs> <laughs> that'd be... or like planet of the apes happens or something whatever the hell but it's like <laughs> that'd be that'd be pretty crazy it's just such a non-consequential thing but because sure. of that like because nothing else is going on that's interesting beyond like seeing dinosaurs get shot by pulse blasters i'm just my mind is constantly set on sure. so what's he he's a human but it doesn't mean anything like why does this work i don't (laughs) well i do want to watch it and i do want to talk to you more about it but do you know how much the budget was for it 45 it's okay so since it's it's one actor well it's two i mean it's there's technically like there's a little girl that's with him also so it's like an escort mission but um got it but yeah it's it's fairly minimal it's because it's just like you know add some cg dinosaurs to sure louisiana where they shot it and go but yeah so It'll be on Netflix in a couple months because it's Sony, so you, you'll see it, and then you can watch Lyle Lyle Crocodile again. And uh, how dare you? <laughs> so that's sixty-five. Okay. Um, I watched a movie called Chang Can Dunk. Yes, on Disney Plus. On Disney oh. Plus. Uh, okay. Another another sports movie. Mm-hmm. Um, this is about a high school Asian American kid who ha- has like a, I wouldn't say a bully, but he has a kid that's like he's the all-star basketball kid, white kid. Um, and he and he he tell he said he he picks on Chang in a way where he's like you can't dunk because you can't and uh, <laughs> because it's Disney you can't expressly say because you're Asian it, it just says you can't dunk because you can't um, and the movie is basically about this kid training with a local like viral YouTube video basketball player to learn how to dunk a basketball mm-hmm. the movie is it's it's fine like it does the job as being like a Disney sports movie what mm-hmm. I appreciate is that the plot you expect wraps itself up in like an hour and then there's another like 45 minutes to deal with the fallout from it which is unique for that kind oh, of Oh, interesting. I'm not going to say why um because that's it's more interesting to watch it but I would say like I was I was a fan of the fact that it didn't just do the traditional formula for this kind of thing. Got it. Okay. An interesting mm. thing yeah. to occur that like he just doesn't occur. dunk at the end of the game and like the movie's over. Yeah, it, mm. there's like more to it than that okay. as far as no oh, okay. other character foot, which is like it, like good messaging to a degree, is because it's Disney, but also yeah. because this makes sense. It was, so yeah, it was good for a Disney Plus or you yeah, know Disney streaming movie. Plus. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there you go. That's out of quick. Trademark. All right, let's move on to some trailer talk, where we talk about one of the news movie trailers of the week. 
when they're coming out, what we thought of it would have you. This week, we got another double header, another face off. So I'm going to go through both of these and we'll see which one we're more excited for. Uh, first up is The Boogeyman. This is a supernatural horror film directed by Rob Savage, who directed Host, the Zoom based horror film from mm-hmm. a couple years ago. And it's, speaking of 65, written by Scott Beck and Brian Woods. Wow. Um, along with Mark Hyman. It is based on, I believe, a short uh, Stephen King story, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and it seems to involve the boogeyman <laughs> in some capacity. There's, <laughs> there's a little girl. She's in bed. Bad things happen. There's other people around. Chris Bessine is one of them. David Badaus Maustian's there. Yes. You know, not being funny, so that means he's serious. <laughs> he's, he's only two modes. Yeah, exactly. Um, and um, <laughs> they got a deal with boogeyman. The other film is The Pope's Exorcist. What I like about this already is you walk in, you know what you're getting. It's about the Pope's Exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the Boogeyman? Yeah. Is that a very self-explanatory title? I don't know what the Boogeyman is. Maybe it's a jazz singer. Who knows? It's Uh-oh. a Boogeyman. <laughs> it is a jazz singer. That's, the Pope's, that's the Pope's Exorcist, but though, you're like, what are you going to get out of this? The Pope's Exorcist? Abe, you, you know me. I was a big fan of a few years ago when it was the two Popes, because you get one Pope. Yes. You get the other right. free. Two so for the price like, of one, yeah. And it was it just blazes it all out right in front of you. Two popes, right. that's it. Now we're like the Pope's Exorcist. What's it about? It's about the Pope's Exorcist, of course. Yeah. Russell Crowe. This is a great point. You're really selling me on this. I'm, I'm trying to, since I have nothing involved in this movie. But the Pope's Exorcist, directed by Julius Avery, uh, who directed, um, what's it called? Um, Overlord from a few years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, yeah, we like star- that one. Yeah, it stars Russell Crowe doing the accent he was practicing in Thor, Love, and Thunder um, <laughs> as uh, Father Gabriel Amorth. And he has to deal with spooky things going on in the, near the Vatican, I guess, or something. I don't know. Whatever. It's yeah. a post What do you expect? <laughs> um, with all that in mind, Jimmy, you've seen both these trailers. Which mm-hmm. one excites you more? Ah. <laughs> eh. You know, it's funny. I, d- I don't watch trailers anymore. I try mm-hmm. to avoid them. So th- uh, I did it for the show. Uh, thank you. We thank you. The this is a very boogie... important thing. So yeah, I think the boogeyman looks a little more interesting. I mean, I, 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 I you know, I, I love the idea of Russell Crowe in a horror film, but I, I, it's an exorcist. Doctor Jekyll movie. himself. Yeah, That's right. They, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dark universe it's an exorcist movie. It's what it is, I guess. Yeah. Um, it looks okay. I, I, I nothing about that trailer excited me. Nothing. About mm-hmm. the 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 Pope's Exorcist, I'm like I. It looks long, but but like I said, I don't know. I mean, it could be really interesting. His casting is interesting. It could maybe there's a reason, and it, it looks okay. There's nothing. It just nothing about it really impressed mm-hmm. me. It was fine. Uh, Boogeyman, I I've seen that shot of the you know he, he uh, the whole uh, the the camera flipping over as she's kind of reaching under the bed. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that's a cool shot. I really enjoyed yeah. that shot. Although I think James Wan has done that a few times. Yeah. Uh, or not a few, but he's done it really well. Um, I think that one looks a little more interesting to me. It's based on a Stephen King novel. I'm, I like David, uh, whatever, however the hell you pronounce his name. David um, you guys did a great job on that. I didn't even try. <laughs> he needs to make um, a, he needs to make a sci-fi movie called 101 Dasmalchians. That's oh my hilarious. Gosh. He's so great. I just I love that guy. <laughs> That'd um, be great. I, yeah, I think I'm more excited about that one. I, I think that looked mm-hmm. like more fun and jo- I mean, I, yeah, PG-13, but hey, lately we've seen some pretty decent PG-13 horror films. So, yeah. you know, you never know. You never know. Abe, you're doing the Megan dance over there. What do you think of these two trailers? You can't see it, but I'm I'm killing it. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> I can feel it. I can feel it, Abe. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, I don't you guys can't really tell either, but also Ronnie Chang's at my house. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I um I'm I'm on the same page as Jimmy, you know. I think the Puppet Exorcist trailer, it actually looks really good, meaning like the, there's some really composed shots in here. And it seems like they're using like some really good lighting and, and really good production design and what have you. But at the end of the day, I think we've seen a lot of stories like this, including one that I asked Aaron about maybe like six months ago. And we were both like, I don't know if that movie has come out yet. And it kind of came and went in theaters maybe like three months uh, after I asked. Oh, like that. that? Yeah, that like the, it was the first woman the, exorcist. The first woman, yeah. Oh, the first yeah. woman <laughs> allowed to like learn about exorcisms, um, the the devils, whatever. But um, yeah, you know, it, it, it could be interesting. I would be happy mm-hmm. to hear that it's a really good, interesting movie. But The Boogeyman is, is probably where I'd probably go watch first. And yes, mm-hmm. aside from that shot, Aaron, you mentioned something uh, when you're describing it, which is a huge plus. A lot of Stephen King shorts are probably better movies than his his adapted full length novel. So I'm curious to see where this one goes. Even though mm-hmm. it it is reminiscent of things like Lights Out and maybe um, even what we watched last year uh, with Smile to some degree. But yeah, I, I would be curious to see just you know I've heard great things about um, is it Host or Host? Yeah, Host. Yeah, I've heard great things about it. It's a pretty short um, film over at at. Um, uh man what's that streaming service shutter Shutter. yeah over at shutter and so i'm curious to see how how this one plays on the big screen yeah i like i think i side of the boogeyman as well just because i'm just more interested in what it's doing exorcist films don't tend to do a lot for me just because the the bar seems so high as far as the key exorcist movie (laughs) um so that's gonna get a remake but with, with that in mind well the sequel or whatever oh, is whatever whatever they're doing um for four hundred million dollars for three movies, mm-hmm. uh, but um, the thing with the Post Exorcist is, I really liked Overlord. Like, I'm a big fan of that movie. So, like yeah. Julius mm-hmm. Avery, oh. I'm automatically excited for what he's going to do next, uh, just because it's like, what are we going to get? That's a he did Samaritan last with Stallone, which I wasn't a big fan of. So I don't know. Right, but I mean, I don't know. Right, like Jimmy was saying, it looks fine as far as Russell Crowe being there is interesting. As we've established, the fact that the movie tells me straightforward what it's about, it's about the that <laughs> gets me going. But uh, yeah, I'm still leaning on Boogeyman. Um, I do like Host as well. I think that's an effective mm-hmm. enough screen life found footage Zoom movie. Um, d- despite my distraction with 65 Beck and Woods on the horror front, uh, mostly delivered. So like, uh, you know, them being involved in the screenplay, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just like, yeah, it does have a cool, like regardless of if it, it feels like it's you know climbing off of something. It does feel like it seems visually interesting to some degree. So mm-hmm. curious there. You know, Chris Messina, David Dustin, some good actors. Yeah. Um. I the other the other thing is the fact that the trailer this trailer dropped like in January, I believe. Uh-huh. You don't tend to get that if the movie you know especially for a horror movie if they're not confident in it. Like I was very curious about the fact that it dropped so early. It's like, oh, they got That's a trailer already, I, I, and it's coming out in you know in June, a, a month where you want movies to do good, good business. Like if they want to drop this in January, they drop it in January. So mm-hmm. I I am that makes me like strangely optimistic as far as well, they wouldn't be throwing this out there if they didn't have high hopes for it. Yeah, to some degree. So we'll see. Um. Oh yeah, the Boogeyman does open June second, and the Pope's Exorcist opens April fourteenth. So we will uh, okay. see how those do accordingly when the time has come. Mm. All right, that's trailer talk. Let's move on now. Let's get to our main review 
four, Scream, six. This isn't like any other ghost face. What is this place? A shrine. We've got to lure him in. We execute him. Hello? Let's play a game. You know you're like the tenth guy to try this, right? It never works out for the dipshit in the mask. Maybe. But there's never been one like me, Gail. I'm something different. That's why I'm gonna shoot you in the head. Okay, that should have been some of the trailer for Scream 6. Over a decade had passed since the last Wes Craven-directed Scream film, leading to 2022's Scream, a legacy sequel bringing in new characters along with the original trio. It turned out to be perhaps better than some may have expected, but it was at least a box office hit. Coming in just over a year later is Scream 6, which brings back the newly dubbed Core 4, Melissa Barrera, Jenna Ortega, Jasmine Savoy-Brown, and Mason Gooding, and brings them to a new setting, New York City. With most of the cast now in college, it doesn't take long for them to have to start dealing with more than just finals. Ghostface is back and has plans to paint the town red. Jimmy, I want to recall, what were your thoughts on the requel that was Scream? And what did you think of Scream 6? New York City! I had to do that because, you know, <laughs> the whole thing. Um uh -huh. I you know so, okay I'm gonna I'm gonna go into a little bit because when I first I I did see part of this trailer I didn't I was like I kept thinking oh good God Jason takes Manhattan because I really I did like the last film I thought it was really pretty good um I so I walked into this movie thinking eh, oh, guys it's gonna wear thin I don't know if I like these characters that much oh my God I love this movie I absolutely loved this movie um. I was surprised at how much I, I, I that opening scene had me. I once they went into that stuff, I was like, I'm in, I'm down. I love the core four. I I was such a fan. I was such a fan because it's brutal. He's stabby. Oh my god, he's stabby in this one, and and, and it's just so much fun to watch. And I also. You know, I, I got to say really quickly, I, I actually rewatched the fifth one after mm -hmm. I saw the film. They knew what they were doing. There's a lot of little little nods to where where were they going to go in this movie? And I, sure. I'm like, good for them, man. I, they've got me. I'm excited about screen movies again. It's mm -hmm. been a while. It's been a while because been a while. I've been I think honestly, for me, this is the best sequel since part two. OK, Great. that's yeah, that's where great. I stand. I'm a fan. Yeah, I'm a big yeah. fan of this. <laughs> All right. Abe, where are you yes. with uh, these new screams? I think for Scream 5, I, I did enjoy it quite a bit, too. Minus, like, I think you, Terrence, and I all had, like, a weird screening issue when we watched it. Uh, uh, separately. No, Scream. Uh, smile, we had that issue. With. Oh, Samile. Yeah, okay. Oh, I had a weird issue with uh, with Scream Thieve. Um, But uh, I enjoyed Scream Thieve, uh, the requel type of energy, and a lot of the the logic behind it with uh the killer's logic and this one mm -hmm. i i i like this one quite a bit like i don't know if i liked it more as much as scream thieve but i i liked uh scream six um for how they 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 didn't take it ultra goof uh and i think that that's something that i appreciated it wasn't like ultra serious mm -hmm. either 
Like there's still like things that I think we're recalling Scream 2 and other parts of, of the rest of the Scream series. But like what Jimmy said, the, the kills are pretty they definitely zoom in and allow you to see some of these stabs quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And they are quite graphic at, at times. Um, but I think what I really dug about it a lot is just that it, it kind of just it goes with the evolution of, of these characters and it allows mm-hmm. you to really consider how uh, Sam Carpenter's backstory really comes into play here and really allows you to to kind of think, well, what would happen if this person just does have like a, a darker side to them, this dark passenger like Dexter? Um, and that's it's kind of a fun thing to explore. There are some really, really cool like, oh, shit, that's that's really great moments in this movie. Uh, I like the cold opening of this, but I, I there's mm. certainly one part of like where they kind of visit like this, this theater slash museum. And I was like, this is incredible stuff here um, mm-hmm. that I was like really intrigued by. I think the ending is kind of just one where it's like, ah, that's fine. You know, uh, I kind of guessed a few things, but at the same time, it is reminiscent of some of the older screams. Um, but, you know, like it, it is a it, uh, a worthwhile sequel, uh, I guess, to Scream. It's a requel sequel. Re- requel it's sequel. Requel yeah. sequel. It is, it is yeah. quite worthwhile. The sequel to the requel. The sequel, sequel to the requel. To the Thank requel. you. Yeah, it is quite worthwhile because, like Jimmy huh. said, you do have these characters that you start caring for. You know, I I dig I, from the Scream Five. I I was a big fan of like the twins, and I still was a fan of the twins in this movie. Oh, I'm a even bigger fan after this movie. They were great yeah. in this. They're right. so good. <laughs> so I really liked Scream Five. Uh, mm-hmm. Scream. Um, I thought it was the because I very much do not like Scream Three or Scream Four. Yeah. Um, so I was very happy that Scream Five gave me a well gave me a good screen film again but also justified itself it wasn't just a well, we're doing another one of these because paramount got the rights it's like no yeah they made it the radio silence team did a good job of bringing that the franchise back essentially and doing something new with it um scream six i would say i really like like 80 percent of it yeah and i'm kind of met on 20 percent of it yeah and so i still like the movie overall like mm-hmm. i think the movie is solid um, but I do have some issues that I can get into later on. But as far mm-hmm. as the things that I like, I think the the work done to deliver like really solid horror set pieces is in full force here. I would say mm. it's a, this is a better made movie than I think the previous one because it has, similar to what I like about Scream 2, which is my favorite in the franchise, it puts a lot of effort into like the like b- being bigger, but making that bigness like feel worth it. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, it it has the what feels like more confidence from the direction as far as like doing some really neat stuff given the setting that they're in. Even though they filmed in Canada, um, they still make it seem like New York um, offers like some interesting um, ideas uh, to play with as far as what Ghostface would be like in an urban setting. Mm-hmm. I do like the cast here. I think they do a fine job of expanding on the characters that were you know. Uh, introduced last time around the fact that there's only Courtney Cox and Hayden Panettiere like they keep the legacy characters at an arm's length which I appreciate because they can spend more time with these new people that said Mm -hmm. part of my issue is I don't think Hayden Panettiere is very good in this movie Um, if she was like a highlight of four which most people say I feel like the spark that she brought to that film isn't here Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, which I think is a shame and I would say the same about some of the other acting 
parts in this movie. Uh, I, outside the core four, I, I, I don't think like, there's try to be vague on who I, but, I know, but yeah. there's a few characters where I'm like, this is, I'm not too big on how they're approaching some of these roles here. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's got, and then I, I'm just not big on the third act. Like I don't, I, I would agree with Abe. I found it to be the most predictable of the screen movies, which I don't try to do. I try to let the ride take me, but sure. I felt like I was too far ahead of a series that tends to do a good job of being a whodunit. Um, so it kind of left me a little lacking in the kind of mystery regard. Mm-hmm. But it was just like a as a horror film in this series that's still like playing off of the ideas of what it means to be a slasher film and playing around with that. I, I think it does a really effective. Like the like, by the way, the cold open I think is great. Yeah, um, mm. great, great in a way where it almost introduced a new film that I would have liked to see take place, and yeah. it doesn't do that. Right, but yeah. <laughs> but I, agree. I, was still, yeah. I was still a fan of the fact that it tempt it 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 twisted things around in a way where I was like, "This is neat. Where's this going?" Right. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I was a fan of this movie. I just wasn't I wasn't huge on it. Hear you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that cold opening. I just want to talk about it for a brief moment here. Um, I think we all really enjoyed it, but you know when when this person reveals himself immediately i was just like oh this is an interesting take but there mm-hmm. uh i think what made it really fun was uh, a game that they play um in the opening and i dig some of the lines that they wrote for ghostface in this movie uh you know he's kind of no nonsense but he's also like aware of everything as well and he seems like he's mm-hmm. like this this um he seems like simon and like simon says from um Die Hard with the Vengeance, where he's like ahead of the curve kind of thing um, which I really dug about about Ghostface um, kind of being able to communicate uh, more so on the phone. And so that call open was very fun. Also, very like, uh, I think I agree with you, Aaron's like, oh, what what's happening here? You know, uh, and when you do get the reveal, it's like, this is pretty cool. Uh, well, Jimmy, I want you guys. Oh, yeah. Jimmy, you really like this movie. I'm just curious. Yeah, I really I, 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 you really liked it because like the the story you felt was great in it or like what, i thought what? all of it was great i mean look i i'll i'll be absolutely real i figured out the ending yeah. um but there was a little bit of a i felt like figure out the 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 villain uh or you know villain or villains however mm-hmm. everyone put it um but here's the thing i've that's fairly regular with these movies you can pretty much at least figure out one of them so that's not a shock for me um and especially six movies in you're gonna that's not gonna as especially you know that there's the characters that are on display like the the actors they've cast you kind of can figure these out especially because they're kind of going they they always borrow from the previous films but what I loved about this film, and I would disagree on the acting. I would disagree on Hayden Pantier. Actually, I thought I quite liked her actually a lot. Um, I I just thought there was energy here, and I thought they they tried to take a few chances, and I thought those were interesting. And it, it's really hard to talk about some of them without spoiling a whole lot. So. I would like to say, I'm going to say spoiler alert, huge spoiler alert right here, even though I'm going to keep it fairly subtle, if okay. that's cool. Fair enough. Yeah. What I liked about is that a lot of the people you're thinking, oh, well, they're, they're not going to make it in this one. They did. They did. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's kind of cool. There's a lot of weird things that was like, okay, you guys are taking a few chances. You guys are doing something fun and i i just i don't know man i i was i was really satisfied and i you know i 
I think it's like you you get to it's weird. I, I was surprised at how much I love this movie. Yeah, I'm going to push back know, on what you just said. Because <laughs> um, that you're 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 noting people that are living essentially or whatnot. My, mm-hmm. One of my issues I have is Ghostface should be a better killer than this, based off of what he's doing in this movie. <laughs> and based on the results, it's like it it ta- for me it takes me out of it when we see what seems to be pretty brutal stuff happen. Mm. But it doesn't result in anything. Like some people are just getting up the next scene and being fine. Like I, I, I didn't think it was that bad. I, I disagree with that. I, I don't. I, it wasn't I, that. Yeah, and it is. What, a, it's a slasher. It, it'd be, it'd be, there, that, it'd be fine. Always, it, it would be fine for me if it was one or two characters. But there's like four characters that get bad stuff happen to them, and they still are ready for another day and it, and it's, but that that's literally happened in every one of these movies. That and i, I think these. that yeah it does yes it does absolutely do it not to the degree of this war it's very uh, much emphasizing the brutality of ghostface like this is a brutal yeah, ghostface and yet we still see people get a, up and walk away from some of this stuff it just lessens the tension. i mean i no, i would disagree i i i think it was like i don't think it was that ridiculous it it, it didn't feel out of place in one of these movies to Mm -hmm. me i mean look you're you're sitting in a horror movie you you, especially a slasher film you really have to give it a little bit of leeway because they're just not realistic ever i mean slasher uh, except for like something like henry portrait of serial killer which technically isn't a slasher i can apply that Um, to other slasher movies that are for sure they're dealing with a certain kind of excess or you know a winkiness to it because it's the 80s or whatnot but the scream series takes these things pretty seriously. that's why i like scream 2 a lot there's a lot of consequences I, I, in that movie. People die and they don't come back seconds later. Hey, <laughs> like, I, 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 yeah, it wasn't, goofy. it wasn't that big of a deal to me yeah. at all. I didn't think that was that. I, I, I was like, come on. I, I like the fact that that was kind of throwing you off like that. I, th- yeah. I thought it was refreshing. I, honestly I'm on thought... both your boats. Uh, and I think that's a, Mark... that's a lot of boats to be on. It is, yeah. My, <laughs> as, you, as you guys are going to different directions, I'm just like straddling it like Jean Claude Van Damme for the uh, Volvo commercial. It, it's not ah! as bad as like the last Jurassic Park, where like seven people were on a helicopter, and like shouldn't more of these people gotten eaten by a dinosaur? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> well, and to be fair, the last Jur- Jurassic Park was just god awful. So, like, I mean, let's yeah. be real. That movie was terrible. Absolutely <laughs> horrible. Sorry about the hiccup there. No. Terrible no, no, no. freaking it's, movie. It's not very good. Um, yeah. Especially, like, considering that they brought back the cast. And for this, uh, but um, no, but, for Scream 6, I I definitely hear what Aaron is saying because I, I think that it's actually a little bit of some of the lulls. And so uh, those lulls kind of get taken up by, like, these characters that have – something to do and yet all of a sudden like yes the brutality of it is there but i also agree with jimmy's like but it's kind of just it is what it is and they're gonna go with it i think what i appreciated most about this movie is again some of the writing that they had for the characters that, were, that are not present um and this is take, take, kind of taking into a different direction kind of question that i was gonna ask you guys earlier of just like hey you know do you guys feel as though marissa melissa barrera is is she coming on strong as like a person that could take over this franchise? Obviously, Jenna Ortega's star has risen quite a bit. Um, yeah. and she's uh, in the Adams family on Netflix and kind of taking things over. Um, but uh, it seems as though I like that the way that they kind of gave Sydney some some Sam Sydney. Sam. Uh, they're just like, hey, Sydney deserves her happy ending, and it's like, okay, great. There's some some respect here from like the writers, and I know that there was like some behind the scenes maybe. Uh, uh, 
here there's a pay dispute and they wouldn't pay her what she wanted Uh, so but um yeah i'm curious if melissa barrera is somebody that you guys can follow along with for the next two three other additional movies to to speak to the nev campbell point for a second like Mm -hmm. If anything, this movie benefits from not having her. Like, agree. I, I feel like Agreed. it'd be it just be given what we're watching. It feels like it'd be a distraction for her character to be around, mm-hmm. let alone a weird pot plot contrivance to shoehorn in Sydney, who really doesn't need to be in this film at mm-hmm. this point, and just yeah. be awkward to be like, oh, she survived again, or we killed the person that you know the fans like the most. Like, there's mm-hmm. no satisfying way to incorporate. It's similar to like Stallone last week and not being in Creed. It's like I don't know where he'd fit yeah. in that movie that wouldn't be distracting. Like, yeah, yeah, like it doesn't suit the story that's being told at this point. Uh, Aaron, can I jump in really quick? I yeah, think yeah. that's why I like this movie a little bit better than the last film because. I really liked the last film, but was like, okay, yep, nostalgia time. Okay, nostalgia time. Okay, nostalgia time. This one felt like they were going in finally, like, okay, yeah, we we got this character. We got the one character here. We're okay, but you know what? We're going to move on. We have other stories to tell, and I love that. That was refreshing. I would agree that I like that because there are less legacy characters to deal with. You get so much Mm. more time spent with this core four, because I think they're very good. I would Mm -hmm. say... That I what I like about Scream is what makes me like it more than Scream Four, where Scream Four didn't know what it wanted to do with either the legacy characters or the new characters. Sure, so just like pulling all directions. Where Agreed. that where the four five, I think weave them in pretty organically. You had Dewey introduced, yeah. Then it's you had, better. Then you it's eventually had Sydney Brady, like yeah. whatnot. This film doesn't even. I mean, beyond Gale, which I also think Courtney Cox isn't great in this movie. Um, I like. I like I like she, the she got a few good lines. I like the chase scene that she has in this movie. Uh, but yeah, but uh, but yes, I do appreciate that. Yeah, as far as go back to your question, Abe. Yes, I do think Barrera, um, as far as being ostensibly the new lead of the series, I do think she's quite good here. And yeah. given mm-hmm. what they're doing with her, how her backstory intrudes upon the present day, I'll be very curious what they do in Screen Seven. I'll put it that way. Yeah. 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 I agree. I and I I would agree with you on that. I think she's a she's very capable. Um, she's a good actress. She's she's got she's got charisma. I I really love her and her sister Tara and uh, Tara and uh, Sam together. They just they have lovely chemistry together. They they work really well together. And it's mm-hmm. it's yeah. I I I love these characters. I love these new characters because that's you know again that's why we have these. They always have to have the same group of characters in every movie, which. I, I like that. It sets the Scream series apart. I, yeah. I, look, even here's the thing. I, I I did a thing on Scream the recently, and I, you know, it's it's one of those franchises. Even that at its worst, Scream three, Scream four aren't the worst movies. They're not that bad. Sure, they're not. They're competently yeah. made movies, and there's some genuinely good stuff in both of them. Yeah, not yeah, my fair. favorites, but they were. You know, so right. So it's nice to see this series moving forward in a way that's there that it's thought about it it doesn't look like they're just right like you said they're not rushing for a cash grab that's not they seem to be really trying to really make this a strong series again and i i think they're succeeding i really do yeah and i think that really is evident in again some of the writing that they've given to these characters um you and the writing abe oh my god yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry i I just (laughs) I just no, love how right, Ghostface though. is like, uh, what's your favorite scary movie, man? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, but I, 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 I really do like that 
it, whether it be like Gail Weathers kind of being able to like give like a, a cool line or, you know, what have you. But again, it, it's in it's in line with these characters that we've grown with and, and seen mm-hmm. in various iterations of these movies. But there is like a sense of continuation and growth. And Aaron, we talked about this with our last movie where uh, so we talked about Creed three and essentially the progression of these characters and, and Laurie Strode, you know, like what's going on with her, her granddaughter just like hanging out in town. You know what I mean? Like, I guess she's got a nursing job, but I do like that some of these characters uh, are are. They they are logical and they've also uh, are not doing like the same kind of things that I think we would expect um, some other horror movie tropes to, to fall into. So yeah, kudos mm-hmm. to to the 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 team here that really I think it's the same team from the first one. It is. It's Super the same Bio. writer, same directors. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So good job on them for I think Jimmy, you brought it up like trying to create this like requel universe. I mean, yeah. like I yeah. agree with you for the most part. Like, as far again, it, like the character focus stuff, I think is good here. I yeah, think yeah. the the work done, and even with some of like the new like, you know, they have like roommates and friends and stuff that you introduce. Yeah. I think there's some like I think Josh Segura who plays like the guy on the next door neighbor type guy. Oh yeah, he's oh, yeah. Good. I, like I like him. Good. I like him in general. I like he's popped up in a few things I've seen that I enjoy, uh-huh. and I think he's quite good mm. here. Um, yeah, I just, character stuff cool. Plot stuff, I think, is like fun. like it's a screen movie that like this I hear music yeah. plot, but it does for sure. It, it, but my issue and why I bring it up, Jimmy, as far as like where things go, it's like it, it'd be one thing if it's just like too many characters making out of certain situations. It'd be one thing if it was too predictable, and it'd be one thing if it was a kind of eye rolling finale. But because it's all three of those things, that's where it kind of like gets to me, where it's like ah, I I really I, I, I like a lot of this movie, but like it. Mm-hmm. There's too much stuff that's kind of nagging at me. Mm-hmm. And I do think the finale, when we get the reveal, like it's one thing, yes, the reveals are not always like the highlight of Scream. Yeah. But I do think they never kind of, have been. But the I think except for the first film. I think the first one, I think the second film pulls off stuff that would be hard for other films to pull off because I think mm-hmm. Wes Craven's just in the zone yeah. in that movie. But well, I would, I would, I, say, I, 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 yeah, I just, I, just, I not, go ahead. Beyond just being, you know, I see certain things coming. It's just, again, I don't think the performances of those things happening with their act are that great. Yes. I think I there's a lot you. of, like, mm-hmm. I like the set piece. I like what's happening as far as the mechanics of this scene, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. the where they are and the action going on. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't get behind, like, the the reasoning. Like, the, the what it's yeah. trying to, yeah. like, explain. It, it didn't, like... I what I like about five is that it's fairly it's very clever as far as oh uh, see I, I I actually had more issue with five I like I, did I with like this, what it was I thought five was so narcissistic and gross I'm like I what it was up. commenting on I liked what it was yeah, going after was, where this doesn't this, have but, anything to me that yeah. mattered disagree there, actually, I mean yeah this this does a better job I think it, it, I I I. The the online abuse was more interesting yeah, in this so, film. Yeah. The that'd be the, interesting the, if they the, did more with it. But yeah, that that's so my, my main uh, comment there was like, oh, I thought it was going to be about that, which is like the cyber bullying that leads into like, well, false narratives, sort of what we talked about with searching, uh, searching. Well, again, they were again they were really they were hearkening back to a, another scream movie that yeah. I, it's like again I don't want to say so I think that's why they went there. Um, yeah, I didn't have the problems that you did. I just didn't. I that's I, fair. I, I am glad you. Yeah. this movie a lot yeah. like i i, I did I, i'm shocked i did i'm honestly i dude i went into this thinking oh god i'm gonna hate this mm-hmm. oh god i'm gonna hate this and I, I i i was just so immediately pulled in by the story i was immediately pulled in by the little shift in the beginning and mm-hmm. i was like okay 
this is something different. And that's why I was, I think I was just, and there were, there were absolutely sequences here that, that lived up to some of the best moments in the earlier scream films. Uh, the first two, especially. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I mean, this is, I would, yeah, it's, it's, and I, I, and it's not, and that's not to say that you're, you know, obviously you're, if, if when you see a movie, it's a personal thing. Look, For let's sure. be yeah, real yeah, about that. I'm not so, saying you're wrong. I'm just saying, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I am saying that you are wrong. <laughs> no, <laughs> the only person that's wrong is Abe about Scream 4. That's the only one that's wrong. It's here. enjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> it's, no, I actually, it's goofy. No, I, I don't think Scream 4 is that bad. I, I, it's fine. It's fine. It's you know, fine. like when you think back onto all the other screams, like Scream 3 is not very good. But also, like, it's kind of really campy and dumb. <laughs> yeah, it's there again. There's not really a bad film in this franchise. There's not really a yeah. badly made film. There's no. Those are two different things. Um, Jason <laughs> takes Manhattan. There is there a badly yes. made. There there is a well made something and something yeah. I like. I could agree that yeah. Screen Three and Screen For Four sure. are made well enough. That doesn't mean I have to like yes. them. Uh, that's <laughs> fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's yeah. And I don't. Parker Posey, excellent. In screen Three. Well, we don't want to go down this rabbit hole. Yes, I can sing yeah, a lot of exactly. things that are good in movies I don't like. Yeah, yeah. That's not hard. <laughs> but yeah, Jimmy, yeah, yeah. Um, so I actually want to ask you guys both, but Jimmy, first, uh, you really enjoyed it. You really enjoyed uh, the, I guess, the atmosphere of it. Something that Aaron yeah. and I talked about on the trailer talk when we talked about this is maybe like the usage of New York. And I want to know, like, did you feel like they used New York enough to your to your liking? I, you know, I feel like, and I think there's, there's fair arguments either way. I, it, it wasn't Jason Takes Manhattan. Mm -hmm. um, that was nice. Uh, although Jason Takes Manhattan does actually have a New York, a very specific New York setting. And for one sequence, they could, one scene, they could get that. But I, I think they could have maybe done a little more with it, but I don't think it was necessary. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't like, gosh, I really wish I would have seen more. Like the the finale should know, have been on the Broadway. Liberty. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it wouldn't have been necessary. I mean, they did that. I weirdly enough, they have a really there's a a horror film back from I think 1980. I might be wrong in the year for called Fade to Black. It may be 81, but they have a scene, and this is a cheapy, you know, little slasher film that ends on Grauman's Chinese Theater. They do a big whole finale at this on the the top of grant Mont, grant's chinese theater it's like 80 how the hell did they get that money man I mean, that's a, <laughs> that's impressive but I, they could have but i it's weird man i just didn't need it this movie really like okay it just i didn't i didn't need that i i i like that i like that it was a different location i like that it was felt a little off from woodsboro mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I didn't. I I mean, they could have certainly done it, and it might have been even more impactful. But yeah, no, it didn't. It did. I didn't. It didn't bother me that they didn't use it as much as they could have per mm -hmm. se, because they weren't technically in New York. Where, where were they? Like they filmed, they, filmed, they filmed in Canada. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I thought. I yeah, mean, man. you know, it is what it is. I mean, <laughs> yeah. like two and three also aren't in Woodsboro. Uh, exactly. <laughs> like, I mean, but it's like what I like here, Abe, to answer your question, mm -hmm. and I agree with Jimmy. I don't think like. Mm -hmm. The idea of New York specifically is what made this is what was like a make or break on this right. thing. I think just right. the idea yeah. of urban location is, you know, that's new for this. 
And yeah. it's not super frequent when it comes to slasher films. It's, you know, there, there's a very specific, you know, you do suburbs and stuff for a reason. There's a seclusion aspect to it where this mm-hmm. is like, but it's a cool idea, right? Because it's crowded mm-hmm. New York City streets. There's people all over the place. There's stuff right. going on. There's things like rooftops or what. We could we could use some rooftops in this movie. Um, <laughs> but uh, And some but, kung fu martial arts. <laughs> but uh, regardless, like, do you, I do think it's a missed opportunity to not have like at least one like iconic New York location presence because like Jay, Jay, like Jimmy just said, like even Jason walked on Times Square. I mean, there's nothing yeah, yeah, something. Yeah. This doesn't yeah. have anything. It just has ideas of what you would see in New York. So you have a bodega, mm-hmm. you have a subway, you have a right. like close approximate um apartment locations. Like there's right. a, there's some a, things um, that look like NYU. There's a there's a uh, brown there's a brownstone for Kittredge to get stabbed to the face in. I mean, there's just stuff going on. <laughs> <laughs> like, so it's, but um, <laughs> um terrible way for him to go. Yeah. Uh, um yeah, spoilers. The old man introduced for no seemingly other reason than to get killed gets killed in this movie. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I I do think the the use of just urban setting I think works for the mm-hmm. most part. Like okay. it doesn't make New York a character in this movie, as yeah. people like to say. But I still think not like um, I don't know the upcoming John Wick, which always uses its city as characters in this movie, if it's yeah, Continentals yeah. or what have you. But, <laughs> but uh, I know I, I do think the. Again, I I really like the set pieces. I like sure. the, the the locations I described, the bodega, the subway. I, I think those mean. are yeah. those are really great sequences in this yeah. movie. And you wouldn't get those by not leaving Woodsboro to go to a big city. So I think that's what matters most. Yeah. How about okay. you, Abe? Mm-hmm. No, I I mean same in agreement. I kinda wish that there was more some New York stuff, but at the same time I'm like, it's it's fine. Like I think you asked you asked the right question really, like, what are they gonna do? Like even if they had mm-hmm. If they showed more New York, like what what would you want them to do? Like just run around like Times Square or like run around uh, Central Park? Like there, the there should out, have been a scene know? where like Sam and Sam and um God, what's her name? Tara like run across Tara. the street, like crowd the street, and then Ghostface chase after them, and he gets hit, like he gets knocked by a cab. By He's a like, cab. "Hey, I'm it's stabbing like, yeah, here! I'm stabbing <laughs> here!" And then and then says, "Forget about it!" And then keeps going. And that, keeps going that's... like, "Hey, pizza pie!" Hey, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I was like, "What are you saying, sir?" I I do wish that there were like some New York more focused things, but at the same time, again, like there's not really. It's not like. Uh, like John Wick Two, where it's like, oh, the catacombs. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he's he's yeah. fighting in the catacombs, and he's got to like get out of like this maze type thing. Like it's unfortunate that they didn't really have like a huge like feel of like of New York, except for like one part where it's like he's over at 96th Street. Like that's the Upper West Side. It's like, nah. <laughs> it's like okay, well, I guess that's all you really needed to do, I guess. But yeah, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't really feature in it, and. I don't really think that it really would have added anything either. It, yeah. it would have been cool, but you know, it would have been just been like, it's just crowded. I don't, <laughs> so, I, don't it, I, <laughs> I, I don't necessarily think the movie would have raised in grade for me, but if I was like watching them walking through actual Central Park, that would have been great. I'd be impressed by the movie to do this. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I, I would agree. That wouldn't yeah. hurt the film. <laughs> yeah, I right. know for yeah. sure. For sure. No. Here, yeah. So, here's a thought I have. Yes, please. <laughs> There's a lot of scenes, as usual, where Ghostface is running around chasing after people, and people tend to pick up objects and smash Ghostface in the face with them. There are so many times where I'm wondering, why are you hitting him with like a frying pan, and then you don't keep hitting him with the frying pan? I get this is a whole oh, thing, I, Aaron, but there's 
there's a lot of this. There's a lot of like no. large objects he gets hit by, and they're like, let me put it down now and run somewhere else instead of like repeatedly brashing the brains out of this person on the floor. Yeah. You know what though? I, I gotta say, like I, there the, the, there's a common and I've made that complaint too about slasher movies mm-hmm. because there's always like the why do they drop the knife? I mean, it's been since Halloween. She drops the knife right by the guy. But here's the reality. Most people think you smack someone with a frying pan, you stab someone in the neck, you do that, they're not going to come up. And most people, you you don't want to think, you don't want to watch a horror movie where people really, really know, well, gosh, I know that he's not dead, so I got to stab him repeatedly. Mm -hmm. The movie's over. You know, the movie's over, then you have nothing. (laughs) There there is a, and and to be fair, I, I think if that were really a situation, I don't know how many people would not make that same mistake to be honest I, I i've been scared before i've been i've had a couple of moments where i was like wow that's a really close call and you make dumb moves oh I, i'm you for sure dumb i'm for sure moves. nitpicking to a degree but it's for like sure. what i like about it's uh, okay it's fair do, enough what i do like about the screen movies is that the that ghost face is always human you know it's not a situation mm-hmm. of don't leave the knife there because they yeah. might come back from the dead yeah. it's more of no, they stumbled a bit, and especially that's, like in the that, first one where you're just like, his, he's getting his ass kicked well, by. Uh, it's all of by, them. It's all he always gets. Oh yeah, he's yeah all of them. around. But you're always by exactly. But like, you think to yourself like, oh, but they were like teenagers. Of course, they're going to get their ass kicked by like you know a girl in the garage throwing beers at them. You know, like it's, yeah. it actually, <laughs> like, it actually they're, makes they're, it funny. They're, they're always human. It yeah, just, there's yeah, a number of times yeah, like, for sure. We're like Mason Gooding's Chad, who's a jock, like body slams Ghostface, and it's like keep doing this why yeah my add on to your thing is like why don't they like hold him down and like throw the mask off <laughs> so, uh, you've got some time to like you know you he's knocked out <laughs> like just take his mask off find out who this is and like punch him in the face repeatedly but uh yeah anyway um nitpicks for sure <laughs> uh, which and that's a that you're you're more than like look i i i think we all have those movies if if you're not fully invested in it yeah. in some way, you're going to be more noticing of those. I think I was just, I don't know, man, that that first scene just grabbed me and it was like, this is something a little different and I sure. like it. Yeah. Here's a question for it. you guys on the spot. Uh, how would you guys, where would you guys put this cold opening in the, the Scream series? Oh, the cold open. Yeah, the cold open. Oh, up with the first two. Easily, I, I'd say okay. yeah. It's probably my third, yeah, because I really like the first. Yeah, two. the second one is like uh, the it's movie the theater. theater, right? Yeah, yeah, the movie theater, Jada. That's yeah, where Jada. that's where uh, that's yeah. where Ghostface is. He's like to Omar Epps, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth, <laughs> and he stabs him in the face. He stabs um, him. Yeah, um, the killer was yeah. Will Smith. <laughs> yeah, you didn't know that. No. <laughs> Scream two. That's terrible. Um, okay yeah it, but, uh, so it's, i'm it's trying to make it three, three three and four three i forget what three is before is like are, the they're watching three, stab and then it and then they they they're cut watching to the like, stab sequels and it's like yeah and, it's a and bunch then they of cut to like another another like, there's like three or four opens. different like fake outs before you get to yeah, the real one exactly yeah, the three yeah. is um cotton it's lee schreiber like driving across town that's right yeah he's got to go get his girlfriend yeah and it yeah yeah so yeah no i like this easily more than those two and like and the the fifth is more just like a callback to the first one which is like effective but it's you know we've done this what what was the fifth one it's with jenna ortega except she lives that's the whole difference but okay okay but it's still like it's just one one person one phone call things happen. got it like it's not super elaborate it's more of like a hey remember this yeah got it so no this one i think yeah this is a really this one ranks right up there with the top two okay 
And there's a lot it, of like because the directors of Ready or Not, there's a a few Ready or Not characters in this. That's movie, right. Yeah. This movie. And I was like, I'm glad that this person gets to use their real accent. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Always a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Jimmy, you've been talking about this a lot as far as you got pulled in right away. Mm-hmm. I will say, as a movie that's and all these Scream movies are long. They all tend to hover around two hours. This one and Scream Two are both over two hours. It does move. I I really yeah. like how smooth it feels as far as the pacing goes because you know a horror like just like a comedy, it's not easy to sustain a certain kind of tension uh, for that amount of yeah. time. So the fact that these screen movies can do that, but in this one and you know most of them, or the, I guess now yeah, it is nice to have most of these movies be good again. That's that's a nice thing feeling to have. That, yes, that's, that's um, my largest agreed. takeaway. Agreed. Yeah. That's one hundred percent my largest takeaway. <laughs> but I I, yeah, I, I do agree. Know, it flows. It flows nicely. I, I like even if I'm mediocre on the the end of it, I was. It's not like I'm not caught up in the that you know the runtime of this or anything. It's just like yeah, this works. Yeah. This is like I'm, I'm 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 into the you know what's taking place. Mm-hmm. I just think it's refreshing because you know we we did go through uh, Scream Three and Scream Four, which were you know some people really liked them. I, I wasn't necessarily a fan of. I I don't well I wasn't like I didn't dislike either, but I was not blown away by either. But it's nice to I, when I first saw Five, I was like, "Gosh, there's something here. There's something here," and I think they're going in the right direction. But I was. I don't know uh, the idea of New York. It just felt too gimmicky before I went and walked in. And it was just such a relief to be like, yeah, I think I'm a Scream fan again. Like mm-hmm. legitimately, I'm excited about the next movie. I'm excited about what they can do with this. It's yeah. it's, it's really refreshing. And it, it, like I said, now, like I said, I love the, uh, like I said, I about four times. Let's keep saying, like I said, I'll just keep <laughs> doing that. Um I, it's honestly like it made me like the the last one so much more mm-hmm. because they work so well together, and that's why I didn't mind the nostalgia of the the last one as much. I, I you know it, it just felt more I don't know g- genuine. Like the the two together is a really solid couple of movies. So you're right; it's getting better. They're they're making they're. How often does that happen in a horror franchise? They start to get better as it, you know, as as the series moves on. I'm actually genuinely thinking about this question, and I don't, I don't, yeah, know off the top of my head. I like, mean, I, I, I would say Halloween, the last three, I've enjoyed, but like, uh-huh. you know, I although I know a lot of people had issues with Halloween ends, but I, I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's rare; it's very rare for a, a series to get better. Mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of people like the last Hellraiser quite a bit. Um, I wasn't a huge fan, but like, it was at least well done. Child's you know. Play. Um, oh, that was I hated that remake. I hate that remake. I oh, the remake I think is terrible. But as far as but the but that doesn't count. I, I like the, the progression. The, the, oh, but the, yeah, the, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the still the ongoing original series um, is very good. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and, I was, and sure, even yeah, into like the yeah. TV show, right? The TV show is great, but I would yeah. say like if Seed of Ch- and like because I don't think any of them are outright terrible. Um, oh, you're right. And I, like, if Seed of Chucky is the low point, well, Colt and Curse of Chucky fucking rock. So it's like, <laughs> like <laughs> I mean. okay, that's that's actually a really good answer, and it's also all done by the same guy too. I forget his name off the top of my head right now. Mm. Yeah, um, the creator, Dan Mancini. Um, Mancini, yeah, yeah, Sleep World. Oh. But yeah, as far as these, as far as Scream goes, I yeah, like I. It just makes me wonder what Seven's going to do. And as I said, I'm very interested in what they like. They've introduced this whole thing with Barreras with Sam, mm. and like I'd have to think there has to be some kind of payoff to this, um, which makes me wonder. Like, 
I already said how the cold open of this movie introduces an idea that would be interesting to see go down and they don't. Given what they've done with Sam, I'd be very curious if that plays a role in whatever the next film's going sure. to be, which there yeah. certainly will be because this movie opens is going to open to thirty five to forty million dollars this weekend, the highest opening for a screen movie. Movies are back, baby. <laughs> so, mm. uh, it, it, it's almost guaranteed that there will be a Scream Seven at this point. Right? Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. So, I, I am very curious to see where the next one goes to. So I'm excited. Um, and if it comes in within a year, that'd be great. Me too. Yeah, and that was the thing. Like Scream Two was made in a year like scream one yeah. was a sleeper hit it uh-huh. just like it came out it, it came out and people were like this fucking rocks let's keep seeing it so it made a yeah. ton of money and they're like mm-hmm. Wes craven and kevin williams are like okay i guess we're doing two now and they did yeah. and not only did they do it they had to deal with leaked scripts and had to rewrite the ending and still mm-hmm. did it and made a great movie mm-hmm. <laughs> and within, they did. within they did. a year um so this movie drafted off five and came out also nearly within a year mm-hmm. so it's like yeah. good on i'm glad at it you know, as much as I might have some problems with it, I'm still happy it like came out as good as it did. Yeah. I hope mm-hmm. that that momentum keeps up and they don't just like, it's like Scream 3, you know, it took a few years and it got dormant and it's like, ah. Yeah. And again, like everybody stars on the rise. So it, it, like hopefully it's sooner rather than later. Otherwise, like, yeah. $20 million to Jenna Ortega, that's going to be hard. She's the one. Like, everyone, like, yeah. yes, everyone else is they're not doing bad. Yeah, they're, they're working. Yeah. They're not doing bad by any means, mm, but Ortega's yeah. like, yeah, she's everywhere it seems right now. Yeah, did you guys see the little oh. Easter egg in the uh the the little pop Funko Pops? No, it was during mm. the during the um uh her session uh with the with the psychologist. Mm. Uh, off in the lower left hand corner, you can see like the Funko Pop Adams family. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's cute. It's pretty. Funny. Oh, by the way, the one of the new characters, the the roommate, like uh, Chad's roommate, the guy. Uh huh. That's Spider from Avatar. It's Spider. What? Oh yeah. wow. What? <laughs> yeah. I kept wondering because it like, was so small in Avatar too. Because <laughs> we have all the well, because in Avatar he's like small, but he's ripped. So it's like yeah, now he, yeah. And he's you know because he's shirtless the entire movie. Now it's like he's you know a fully clothed <laughs> college kid as you would be in Earth. Got um, it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But I kept okay. wondering because it's like well they cast these new kids. I'm sure they're from like some kid show or something because that's how uh-huh. it goes. And I'm like who is this guy? And I looked it up. It's like oh that's Spider. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Well, get, get on him for, for getting uh you know one of the biggest movies ever, uh, and then one of the now the largest franchises ever too. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, All I right. think we've talked a lot about screen. We have. Six. Yeah. Uh, when should people yeah. go and see this movie, Jimmy? When should people see this movie? I right now. That's I. I I'm a huge fan, guys. I, I really love this. <laughs> Are you going to see it really in 3D? Did. Uh no, probably not. Babe, <laughs> <laughs> you know I enjoyed it. I had the same problems that you did. I think that there were some lulls and some character stuff, but I still think it's a is a solid uh like theater watching. I would agree. I think if you're a fan of the Scream series, I mean, six entries in, the bar doesn't have to be super high, uh, but I do think it clears it, and it does a pretty good job with it. So yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I like this movie, and I like that it keeps me excited for what's coming next. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we've talked a lot about Scream 6, um, and that's going to do over that. So let's move on now. <laughs> let's get to our... Uh, let's, wait, what, uh, what time is it here? Aaron, I think it's time for a quick game here. Oh my gosh. Little known fact, that's actually the ringtone for Sydney's phone, but, you know, she's not in the movie, so they couldn't play it. Yeah, I was the most disappointed of all when that happened. When, like, oh, yeah, they're like, she's in the movie, what's my ringtone going to play? <laughs> all right, guys, I have a game for you this week. It is called Stab Count. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. I'm going to add, it's going to it's going to be a, it's fairly simple. 
I'm going to go through the screen movies and ask you each how many kills do you think are in this in the corresponding Ooh, screen movie? That's a good, yeah, that's a good game. Whoever's oh my closest, god, I don't even remember. Okay. Well, that's time to guess. So here we go. If I'm going to ask you both. Okay, so no, no, no buzzing. No buzzing in. I'll ask okay. you both separately. Right. Okay, uh-huh. I'll start with Jimmy, our guest. Jimmy, mm-hmm. how many kills are in Scream? 1996's Scream. Hmm. The original, that would be, who I'd want to say, probably seven. Seven, okay. Eight. Yeah, it's a, yeah. How, how many kills do you think are in Scream? Uh, I'm going to go one lower. I'll just, I don't know, but I'll, I'll say six. Jimmy on the nose with seven kills. Wow, okay. Ah. Good job, Jimmy. Jimmy's on the nose. I, I, like, I, really I was counting scream. four so far, and I was like, I don't know who the rest are. <laughs> I could go to the list if you want me to. Please, yeah, Steve's voice. All right, Steve let, me, and... let, me get, let me get it out. This will okay. be fun, actually. I'll do it that way. Uh-huh. Okay, hold on one second. Okay, holding. Scream, scream, scream. Hey, I'm stabbing ah. here. I think that'd be a great deleted scene. I'm stabbing here. I'm stabbing also, here. Uh, as this is stabbing here. Now, I get the big I... cloak. He just turns to the cat. He's like, hey, I'm stabbing here. Fucking <laughs> <here." laughs> blood just like covers <laughs> his face. <laughs> and not even like a small, it's like a giant splash of blood. Like, I'm stabbing <laughs> here. And the cab's like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Cut to like Mason Gooding being like, oh. All right. Um, stream one, you have Steve. Yes. Uh, the boyfriend, Casey, Drew Barrymore, mm-hmm. Principal Hembry. Oh, uh, of course. himself. Tatum, mm-hmm. Tatum Riley, uh, Rose McGowan, Kenny Jones, the uh, cameraman, Stu, mm-hmm. and Billy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Scream two. Jimmy, how many kills are in Scream two? Well, there's always a bigger body count. I would yeah. say, I want to say 10. Okay. Abe? Okay. I my logic was like yes, double the body count, so I'm gonna say fourteen. That's a big jump, but Jimmy's actually on the nose once again. It's 10. Jimmy. <laughs> I guess I know these movies pretty fairly Good well, job. especially the first two. <laughs> you have uh, you have Omar Epps um, mm-hmm. as uh, as Phil. You have Maureen as Jada Pinkett, mm-hmm. uh, Cece played by uh, uh, Sarah Michelle Geller, who also got killed, and oh, I know what you did last right. summer, like a couple months yes. earlier. Yeah, uh, Randy. She should have lived in that. The two officers that were protecting Sydney. Sydney's <laughs> uh, roommate, Hallie. Mm-hmm. Derek, the boyfriend. Um, fun thing. That, like, remember in Scream 2, there's like the thing he's strapped to for like the end of that movie? Yes. He's, uh-huh. That thing is in Screamix. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, this is, this is such Again, a... a really cool like set, set beast. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Mickey and Mrs. Loomis. Okay. Yeah. I guess I say yeah. spoilers for some of these screen movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah been, I know, it's right? It's been like 20 years. So. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay. I think you're okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Scream 3. Abe, let's start with you. How many kills are in Scream 3? Hmm. Okay. So uh, it's a smaller reduced group. I'm going to say nine. Nine. Okay. Yeah. Jimmy, hmm. how many kills in Scream 3? Scream 3, I, I've watched the least. Uh, I want to say I'm going to go lower than you. I'm going to say 8. Yeah. Oh, you should have went higher. It's actually 10 kills again. 10? Wow. Oh, okay. okay. Good to know. Yeah, who Good are they? I, <laughs> funny you should ask, Gabe. I have that right <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> Set you up and you just knock it down. Uh, you have Christine, who is the girlfriend of Cotton Weary. Yes. Okay. Uh, Cotton yes. Weary. Uh, Sarah Darling, played by Jenny McCarthy. Uh, Stephen Stone, oh, played by uh, Putty himself, um, was his face. Um, remember his new group, <laughs> Patrick Warburton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, tall guy. Yeah. yeah, Tom Prince. It's like one of the actors in the movie. Okay. Uh, yes. Angelina Tyler, who's uh, what's his uh, Emily? 
Emily Watt, not Emily Watson, um, the other one. Yeah, it's an Emily. I'm trying. To... Yeah, the <laughs> yeah. other Emily. Anyway, all right. Yeah, uh, Tyson Fox, who's um, yep. what's his face? Uh, Millennium. Before, before he went to the wheelchair. No, not not Millennium. Oh, uh, not the Millennium. Other, the the what's it? Before he went to the wheelchair. Um, cool. Daryl uh, Cool Mitchell. Okay. Um, Jennifer Jolie, which is um, Parker Posey's character. Yeah. John Milton, that's Lance Henriksen. Yeah. Uh, Roman it. Bridger. Yeah. And that's yeah. It. yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Uh, hey, I'm going to start with you again. Screen. Yeah, four. this one's gonna be interesting. How many kills? In yeah, this four? one I forgot. Yeah, because this is actually a lot. Because again, we talked about like the they're two pre like cold opens. So I'm gonna say. Well, uh, let, let, hold on. I'm, okay. The cold opens they take place in a fictional universe of stab movies. Let's so those say, don't count. Those don't yeah. count because they don't. Okay. They're not people that die in the movie. Got it. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna say. Um, Jimmy's been hovering around like that seven, eight, nine range. So I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm gonna say seven. Seven. Okay. Hmm. A little low. I'm like Jimmy. Low. I'm gonna go. You know what? I'm gonna say ten. I don't remember this Dang. movie that well. Yeah, I'm gonna You're say closer. Again. It is eleven kills. Eleven, 11 kills. And I was gonna say eleven too. Wow. I was going to say that, but I, I was thinking, wait, am I missing someone? I yes, I missed somebody. Yes, yeah. who did I miss? You have the two girls at the beginning, Marnie Cooper and Jenny Randall, who are watching Stab. They're watching the Stab yes, movies, yeah. correct? You have right. Olivia Morris, who's like the friend of uh, Emma Roberts. Okay. Um, you have Rebecca Walter. That's a little, Allison. Bruce. Not a very good friend, by the way. Not a very good friend. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You have Allison Bree's character. Yeah. Uh, you have the two cops played by Adam Brody and Anthony Anderson. Hilarious. Uh, Anthony Anderson probably is the de- best death in that movie. Um, where mm. he like gets stabbed in the face and then he like walk, he gets out of the car, walks four steps, is like fuck Bruce Willis, and then falls down and dies. <laughs> <laughs> That's really. <funny. laughs> uh, you have Kate Roberts, who is the like the aunt of Sydney, who's like Jill's mom. Okay. What would that be? Does that make sense? Because they're cousins, right? Yeah. Jill's so mom. Jill is Emma Roberts's character, who is Sydney's cousin. So that would so make, make your uh, that would make her, her aunt. Sydney's aunt. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, it's eleven kills, and not twelve, because Kirby does not die in Scream Four, as we That's find right. out in Scream yeah. Six. So she's not on this list. That's why it's eleven kills. Uh, you have Robbie Mercer. Uh, who's like one of the film nerds that's in that movie? Yeah, yeah. it's it's uh, the mm. counterpart to Colkin. Yeah, and you also have Colkin. Yeah, um, and you have who is this? Trevor. I get he's like a boyfriend. I think of like Emma Roberts's character. Okay, um, and then you have Jill. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so there. Yeah. Thank All you. right. Scream. F- <laughs> how many kills in Scream Five, Jimmy? Ooh, how many kills? Oh in- gosh, gosh. Um. It wasn't as many, I don't believe. I'm ooh, gosh. Uh I'm gonna go with eight. Okay. Eight. Oof. I'm gonna go low. I'm gonna say five. Like a series low will be five. It's Jimmy, you got it on the nose. It's it's eight. It's eight? eight? Yeah, it's eight. Yep. That's what I thought. Yeah. Jimmy just like killing this game too. I know the I know these movies. <laughs> <laughs> uh let me uh is a separate link now. Yeah, and like <laughs> these updated lists on all these tests. Some like you know Hold Richie on. and Richie's other girl. Hold on, I got, it, I got, it, I got it. Um, okay. okay, the victims. Um, let's see. Okay, we have we have a Vince. Uh, who is who is? Oh, he's the he's like the the evil looking boyfriend. Um, who gets stabbed in the neck. Um, uh-huh. who's like a giant red herring. Um. 
think Mark Jimmy's point down that he got it right. Uh, you have Sheriff Judy Hicks. Mm-hmm. You have her son Wes Hicks. Mm-hmm. That's right. Who's who's have... the boy? Judy Hicks. No, 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 no. Her son Wes Hicks. Uh, he's the guy from the Thirteenth, or was it the things you? Yeah, I that suicide show on Netflix. Like... <laughs> What's yeah, it he also reminds me yeah. like Logan Lerman, but it's not Logan Lerman. Yeah, it's one of the yeah, it's one of those brown haired twenty year old boys. Exactly, it's one. <laughs> it's one of the ones that were made in the lab. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Deputy Clay, he's one of the cops that's looking after Dewey. That's right. Then you have yeah. or uh, not Dewey, uh, Tara in the hospital. Uh, then you have Dewey. Uh, then you have Liz Mc... Liv McKenzie, who's the girlfriend of Mason Gooding's yeah. character. Then you have Richie and Amber. Richie, yeah. There you go. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. We've made it all the way to Scream Six. Oh, we're gonna do Scream Six as well. I won't Shit. say. Oh, I really? won't say who <laughs> dies, but I'll. T- but we can go through the number. Abe. Sure. How many kills are in Scream Six? Okay. I am including those patrons at the bodega. <laughs> I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say thirteen. Okay. Jimmy. I'm going to go with 11. Abe, you were right on the money. It's 13 kills. Boom! But I still lost the game. Not oh. yet. Not so fast, Abe. Hold on. What? Hold on. Is it a tie? First off, I'm not going to say the victims of this one because we'll just let people yeah, find yeah, out. Yeah. But yes, there are there are a number of bystanders that get killed by Ghostface in this movie. That's, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, the yeah. body count gra- ramps up a bit because, yeah, the bodega has some unfortunate customers. <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's a bummer. <laughs> Like and then there's take... even a line that Ghostface has where it's like, all those muscles did him no good. It's like, oh. But, uh, boy, does this movie have the most random brother that gets killed? Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> he walks in. He doesn't get a name or anything. He's just like, hey, it's my black boyfriend. He's killed immediately. <laughs> I know. I no know, struggle right? either. The second I saw him, too, I was like, this brother's going to get killed. It's like, wow, He's he got no screen time. <laughs> like, he is gone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if you take all, all right. those Bodega people, it all hovers around the same for two through six. I mean, it's, you know, scream. The last one's eight, but like 10, 10, 10, or 10, 11, 10, 10, 11, yeah. and then 13 only because of those. Anyway, I got some bonus entries here. Oh, okay. So this is going to be fun. First up, the all Scream right. TV series. There are oh, three seasons, three seasons of the Scream TV series. Okay. How many uh-huh. kills? Across all three seasons, do you think there were in the Screen TV series? I'll give you a hint. It's more than okay. 20. Wow. Okay. So don't, uh, don't try to guess I, low. I didn't watch. Don't try to guess low is what I'm saying. Yeah. I haven't watched any of this, so I'm going to just say I watched season. Okay. And that's 27. Okay. You're saying 27. Okay. Um, I tried watching an episode. Okay. I wasn't a fan. Um, 39. I will say the first season... It gets better as it goes along. Second season, pretty solid. Third season, uh-huh. okay. entirely different, and they actually get to have the ghost face mask, which helps. Um, oh. oh, okay. And as Tony Todd uh, as like like a guest star for a few episodes. Tony Todd, can't he? Oh, that's cool. So it's, yeah, it's a, it's a it's a pretty solid self contained season. Anyway, yeah. Jimmy, okay, you were closer here. Forty seven kills total. That's a lot of kills. Oh, wow. TV series. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there wow. goes Abe's hopes of getting close to tying here. But I have one more b- 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 bonus episode or bonus um, <laughs> uh, number here. <sighs> scary okay. movie one, the first scary movie, the one that's closely resembles Scream. Hmm. How many yeah. kills do you think are in Scary Movie? Um, four. You think there are four no, kills in Scary Movie? I have no idea. <laughs> Jimmy, how many kills I'll, do you think are in Scary Movie? I'll go with uh. Let's if it's you know based off of Scream, probably closer to that. So seven. 
The answer is 23. There are 23 kills. 23? Really? I've never, to be honest, I've never actually seen that movie. I tried it. I was bored. So there you go. I, I yeah, will, yeah. I, I will say here, uh, you have the death at the beginning, which is what Carmen Electra. Um, yeah, yeah, something like you that. Have, I uh, think that's all I watched. You have an unnamed male teenager shot by by uh, Gail, the the Sherry O'Terry's spoof of Gail's character. Oh, okay. You, okay. you have the guy that they run over because it's an I know you did last summer parody. Uh, uh-huh. Who, actually, oh, does, gotcha. who actually does die? Uh, you have, let's see. Uh, you have um what they the... killed a guy in real life for this movie? Yeah, that's, how, that's how it works. That's terrible. Uh you have the the guy that's spoofing Ryan Ryan um Ryan Phillips' character. Ryan Gosling. Uh, locking, oh, okay. Yeah. Locking yeah. A row. Uh yeah. you have Cindy's grandmother who's crushed underneath the piano, pushed down a flight of stairs by Cindy. Um <laughs> you have <laughs> Buffy Gilmore, who is Shannon Elizabeth's character, who's Sarah Michelle Geller's character. Uh in, oh, okay. I know what you did last summer. You have unnamed male teacher who commits suicide by jumping off a building due to the ghost face threats <laughs> or kills. Uh, you have uh, the, let's see, you have a, you have Regina Hall's boyfriend character. Okay. Uh, Brent, or, yeah, that's Sean Waynes. Yeah, uh, who Sean Waynes, yeah. Doesn't die somehow. But then Shows does, up again, yeah. But then does die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> then you have Regina uh. Hall. Um, you have. She dies in this movie? Yeah, she does. She dies in the theater. Yeah. She's like, yeah. she's like talking up a storm in the, in the theater. Yeah, I remember Ghost that. stabs yeah. her, and then the rest of the people in the theater stab her because they're all annoyed by her. Because they're all annoyed that she yeah. keeps talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have um, the uh, Kenny, the like cameraman in this one. You have, let's see, you have two more like random side characters. You have one. You have like a lot. Like there's a parody of the g- g- garage kill in Scream that's done instead by a fairly large woman because it's comedic um this is 2000 um you have uh let's see you have a character named dookie oh that's marlon waynes that's marlon waynes dookie uh you have five unnamed stoners because there's a point where that's right he's doing the point where like they all start rapping and then ghostface starts rapping and he's like slashing all over the place and he, he inadvertently kills all of them yeah uh or advertently Mm. Yeah. Oh, it's Shorty is Martin Wayne's character. So who's Dookie? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so it's been a while character. since I've seen this. I, you know, I gave it all for the Dookie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the Dookie. Yeah. Uh, the then you Dookie. have yeah. you have Ray, which is like the Skeet Ulrich character. Um, yeah. There's mm-hmm. also a fish that dies because it's the usual suspects parody where she and she drops like a glass with a fish inside of it. So it's at the end in slow motion. Ah, <laughs> poor okay. fish. Yeah. So yeah, twenty three yeah, kills. A lot, that's, right. that's a lot. That's a lot. I forgot that some uh, of these people were in this movie. So thank you for reminding me. Sure, Terry specifically. With all that uh, in mind, Jimmy, you won this week's game. Uh, Stab congratulations, Jimmy. Six points over Abe's two. Uh, so good all job. Right, all right. Way I'm glad go. that so I got excited. one on the nose, though. That's that's you did uh, get one on the nose, which is which is quite impressive, especially the, given the number. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's nice. impressive. Dude. Thank you, guys. I your words mean a lot to me, Jimmy. Let's not celebrate too much. You still lost. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Let's move on. All right. (laughs) So mean for no reason. (laughs) I'm stabbing here. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Sploosh. Let's get to the bad enough feedback. Feedback, feedback, feedback. This is where we go with the various questions and answers on our Facebook page. Facebook.com slash podcast. We have a number of questions of the listeners and they get some answers. And then we got a question as well. 
Jimmy, feel right. free to throw Jimmy, in any answers you might have as yeah. well as we go through these. Okay. Exactly. Okay. First question here is, uh, here's a simple one. What's your favorite scary movie? Mark Harfmeyer writes, oof, Dawn of the Dead, 1978. Uh, mm. Scott writes, the slasher type films aren't scary to me. Just some, uh, just some, just some just across, come across as silly. Man, that's a mouthful, Abe. Uh, I'd say a film like Wait Until Dark is scary, though. Uh, Todd Lee mm-hmm. has Psycho. Chris Cleveland, Chris Cleveland has. That's a tough one, as I live for horror. Never found Slasher scary for me. Watching Autopsy of Jane Doe in the Dark with headphones is very effective. Uh, Jordan got friends to has Exorcist 3. Uh, one of the best um, it's a good sequel. jump scares, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philip has. The only time I can recall a movie scaring me in adulthood is the basement <laughs> scene in Zodiac, which is very yeah. suspicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. I could say that. Uh, do you guys have a favorite scary movie? I mean, I, I love all scary movies, but I, I mean, I I think Halloween, the original, is still mm-hmm. kind of my favorite, just yeah. because it's, it, it it left the biggest imprint on me. So for sure, yeah, classic. Yeah, it, it's yeah. pretty straightforward for me. Jaws, Psycho, Halloween, Texas Chainsaw, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, small yeah, one. Throw in um, Toy Story three. The Boogans. Yeah. Let's yeah. Move on to the next yeah. <laughs> Oh, The Boogans is amazing. That that movie is... That and Tentacles. Oh, my God. I'm surprised I didn't come up during the review. Like, Jimmy just throwing in a Boogans a reference. A Boogans reference. I know. I was well, going if the to. Next, if the next screen is set in, like, it. a small mountain suburb, then maybe we can talk about it. <laughs> hey, guys, we're going to a cabin near Cannot the mountainside. Um, I heard there might be cave creatures down there, but don't worry about it. Ghostface is going to find us, that's for sure. I yeah. love cave creatures. All right, next question we have here. What's your favorite <laughs> Ghostface-related sequence from the Scream movies? Jordan Grout writes, climbing out of the cop car in Scream 2. I am very much inclined to agree with him. Um, how yeah. Yes, great scene. Yeah, I mean, like, especially like the way that the cop's body is still moving, too. It's pretty Oh, yeah, pretty it's twitching because there's a funky. fucking bar yeah, in his exactly. face. <laughs> I just watched right. Scream 2 again in I... 4K, and it's the best it's ever looked, for one thing, because it's been a, oh, it's had wow. a terrible transfer yeah. for a long time. So watching it in 4K is like, this looks amazing, and then seeing that wow. scene okay. bar really through his sharp, face. Huh? It's like, oh my god, this is so brutal. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, you... I mean, I gotta go with the classic here. The the opening sequence in Scream One is just flat out like super scary. Like I watched that like at a mm-hmm. farmhouse uh, in like nineteen ninety six or ninety seven. We were like in my uncle's house, okay. um, and he kind of lived out in like the countryside. And we watched it, and I was like, I can't even go to sleep. Tonight. Oh, so that's why you this like Scream Four so much because it recreates your barn house experience. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, I I also had cameras on my on my uh, head. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Jimmy? I would say definitely the car crash scene. Uh, that's that's classic. I you know what? I'm gonna throw in from the new film the 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 apartment high high above the city escape. That was pretty rad. That's well that was staged. pretty darn yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, that was a good scene. Wait, the, the, is in the latter one or the Gale one? Uh, the 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 latter one, the latter, yeah, okay, the latter yeah. one, yeah, yeah, that was that was rad. That was there was a lot. There was a couple of really good sequences in here. So I, I but that one in particular kind of rec- harkened back yeah. to that that car scene for me. So. You know, ladders not used a lot in horror movies. No, they're not. Yeah. They should be. Yeah. Uh, that next question here: What are some great horror films set in a big city? Irene has Candyman, Chicago. That's a great use of Chicago, by the way. Well, yeah. Um, for Land sure. of the Dead, Pittsburgh, Cloverfield mm-hmm. for New York, and yeah. 28 Days Later, London. Uh, Phil Pat, Shaun of the Dead. What's that? Those are good answers. 
Those are great mm, answers. Those are good answers, yeah. yeah. Really thoughtful, Irene. Thank you for that. Philip has Shaun of the Dead. Uh, I don't know what city they're in. Um, <laughs> London. <laughs> they're in London. Uh, yeah. Marcus has Babe, colon, big, pig in the city. Pretty, pretty good. Oh, yeah. Uh, Marcus loves thing. those animal horror movies. Um, Tammy Klein babe. has I Am Legend. Uh, Chris yeah. Cleveland has uh, VFW. What is VFW? That's with, um, what's his face? Uh, Corage. Yeah, the um, um, Stephen Stephen Lang. Oh yeah. wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rosemary's Baby and Street Trash. How about you guys? Some some big city settings for you guys. Um, well, there's a New York Ripper. New York Ripper. Ripper. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's a good film, but there's a it, it kind of, you know those gallows. I, I liked it. So <laughs> Lucio Filsby. Um oh, gosh. Oh uh I really liked Run Sweetheart Run, which was set in Los Angeles. I um I'm okay with that movie, but I do think it has a lot of good, like really good scenes in it for sure. And I think what's his name? Paulo yeah. Aspect. I think he's great in it as the villain. Yeah, well, so is she. I liked her a lot too. I would agree. Yeah, I, I just it's hard, like that's just a unique villain to me. It just suck it stuck out mm-hmm. way, so. Yeah, he was really good. It was an interesting film. I liked it. I like movies that take chances. Um uh, gosh, I yeah, the, I mean I was Maniac, I believe, took yeah, place. Both, both of them. Those, yeah. are, those are urban movies. Yeah, both of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, um those are a few. <laughs> Yeah, it's not really like I guess it's horror slash suspense, but I, I do like the use of New York in American Psycho. Oh, for sure, like, oh, yeah. all of it. That's, you know, like that's, all that's, of like I mean, the, it's a it's a parody. It's a parody of New York living using like yeah. horror stuff in it. So yeah, that, that's exactly yeah, like the opulence of the eighties. But it's also just like oh yeah, this this it, it does it, they use the city well, um, and mm-hmm. and how your life in the city is uh, pretty well. And I I've got to go over yeah. some videotapes, guys. I, I do think Candy Manor is a good example for and yeah, both that's ones. a great example, especially both. like yeah. the too. Yeah, I did just yeah. because of it. So it applies to the film. I think that's right. a very creative yeah. way to do it. And even in uh, the remake, uh, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah, really still really good use of Chicago. Yeah. Really well shot. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. All right, what horror series has your favorite set of sequels? Chris has Evil Dead as the it's the only one where all the sequels are good. <laughs> hmm. Uh, Aaron, you mentioned Child's Play just uh, not too long ago as well. Um, I, you know, I've been de- like, even when I pose this question, I've been debating in my mind, like, what horror series does have my yeah. favorite? And it's like the ratio, I guess, for Evil Dead is stronger because I like all of the Evil Dead movies. Sure, but Child's Play has been going on longer for and, like 20 30 and, years now and it sustained itself in a way that i really appreciate so it's like that's yeah it kind of might be like my favorite one right now <laughs> horror series with favorite sequels Jimmy, where are you mm. at with this one uh, i you know I, I would say i well i mean the thing about the friday the 13th sequels is a lot of them are really terrible but i love them mm-hmm. um i would say scream I really, I think Scream yeah. is very well well done. Um, Evil Dead, I would definitely agree with that. Uh, hmm. That has all, I, I mean, obviously, demonic toys and, uh, you know. Um, puppet Masters. Uh, puppet Masters <laughs> and. Especially um, the Nazi ones. Um, yes uh, yeah. <laughs> obviously all the all the texas chantel massacres are just stellar are, are all equally um yeah. okay no i'm just i'm stopping no i yeah very yeah, yeah, few yeah. very few very few this uh, is true very few yeah, like, i'm looking few. at lists here and i'm like yeah but some of these have pitfalls and some of them are not great yes so. most of them do most of them exactly do. 
Well, that next question here is, uh, what, who are your favorite characters in the Scream franchise? I will start off right off the bat and say Randy and his nephews and nieces. Hmm. I also really like Stu, because when he picks up the phone, he's like, my mom is going to be so mad at me. I I think, uh, yeah, uh, I would agree with you. I think, um, sorry, um, what's his fucking name? Matthew Lillard. Um, Matthew is, Lillard. Yeah. I, I think he's really great in the movie. You know who I think, and not that's my favorite, but you know who's really good? Uh, Jack Quaid, I think, is really good in Scream, uh, the previous yeah. one. Um, the five. I, yes, like watching, I agree. I, I watched it again the other day, like you did, Jimmy. I watched it before though, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and I, especially once you know all that's going on in that movie, I think he's doing really good as far as being like mm. funny and engaging, and also what's required of him by the end of that film. I think is quite effective in how he's performing it. So I, I, I shout out to Jack Quaid, I guess, because I think he's pretty good. At that okay, one. yeah, I agree. Um, I. I don't know. I, I they generally they get a pretty decent cast. I mean, they, they uh, I shout out to Cece for you know Sarah Michelle Geller. <laughs> she's awesome. That's a good sustained um, ghost face call sequence. I like that sequence in the in Scream Two a lot. Yeah, like, and it actually like, had like a little intermission in it too. Yeah, because like, they're like yeah. her one of the one of the house, you know, yeah. one of the sisters is in the house, and so. you're like, oh, so maybe it wasn't all. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Um, trying to think who else. I mean, Dewey, yeah, I mean, of course. I mean, like we all like Dewey. I, Dewey, <laughs> yeah, yeah Dewey. Right. I I love Sydney, man. I I love Sydney yeah. Prescott. I think she's a great lead. I think Nev Campbell really. She she. I I hope she does come back at some point. Um, in a way to really finalize her story. But uh, you know, if she doesn't, I'm good. I'm good with that. Uh, Emily Mortimer. That's I, the Emily I was trying to think of earlier. Yeah. When you said, when you said Emily Morton, but the other Emily, I was like, I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I like, I um, liked her friend in scream too. I like what the, what the, her best who, uh, the girl in the car with her. I liked her. Allie, she was cool. Yeah. Um, what's her face? Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, Elise Neal, yeah, that's the actor. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I liked her. Like Scream, what I like about Scream Two is such a likable cat. Like Jerry O'Connell's really fun in that movie, and he's so and you don't yeah, want him, you don't want him to either be the killer or die. And it's yeah, sad. but you also have your suspicions about him too. <laughs> you do. Really so, funny. but he's so like he's such a like you want him to be good. You want him so to be good and to not mm-hmm. like be harmed because Jerry O'Connell yeah. just puts on his stupid funny face and it's like ah, this guy. <laughs> yeah. I like Leif Schreiber. Although, I don't know. He I, he makes like, everybody's like in the library setting. He just like starts singing. Just didn't need to sing. They're in a cafeteria, yeah, that was kind of not a library. Oh, cafeteria. Yeah, it was like a cafeteria. Where it's perfectly welcome okay. to scream out loud and, and, <laughs> and sing songs. I like Leif Schreiber a lot on Scream too, because that's when he was in 90s Schreiber mode, where he's playing like weird, creepy characters. Uh, before he became more mm. stoic and authoritative, is he making demands in Screen Two or is that Screen? Oh yeah, he's always That's like, I, I, he, he wants to get that. Uh, he wants to be on Barbara Walters to do, do a story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it is Screen yeah. Two. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, well, all right. Yeah, so lots of good characters in the Scream series. That's that's pretty. Yeah, cool. of course. Uh, next question we have here: Is there a slasher or film series that you'd want to see be revived? Marcus writes urban or Marcus Robinson from the show writes urban legend. That's an interesting mm-hmm. one because that one slasher film or slasher series yeah. that you want to see revived is the question here. There was like some fun stuff in Urban Legend. Um, Still waiting for my My Bloody Valentine sequel. Oh, My Bloody man. Valentine 4DX. Yeah, yeah. 4DX. Wow. Well, I, it's like it's a, spray you know, tastes like actual blood. Re, 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 least a novelization of the original film sure. with with more kills and stuff and. 
I I don't know. I, I I've always loved those both the movies, both the remake and the the original. And they I, are I fun. Love, I, I want a sequel. I want a sequel, man. And it's not like it's hard to be like you just put another guy in a suit and give him a pickaxe and you're good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Was he was he like done. an undead character? I forget. No, uh, no, no. He's, no, just, he's a, just some dude. Oh, he, he's, a, he's a person. The revenge okay. thing. Yeah. I thought it was a like, oh, he died in the mines and he's like an unkillable ghost. No, 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 he's just just a guy that won. What's fun about 80 slashes is that like the screams obviously play up the whodunit aspect. The 80 slashes just like it doesn't matter who the guy is. Like you generally probably know early on. Like it's like, yeah, here's the flashback. Well, I I mean, to be fair, no, I mean, my play Valentine was a mystery. It it is, but I mean, it's. Mm-hmm. They they build it as it's that guy, but it obviously isn't in the end. So they there there's a little twist there. Yeah, there's having films, but, yeah. But yeah, I mean the same with like not exactly the same, but like uh was it um yeah uh the, the tra- terror train, uh where it's like okay, yeah, we yeah. pretty much mm-hmm. know who it is, and then maybe there's a twist, maybe there isn't, but like for sure. Green is playing with you as far as you you're trying to discover this throughout the movie. The those ones are yeah. like you have a general sense of it, but it doesn't really matter. Like, like the, it's like, yeah. oh, there's a twist. For That's sure. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I don't really have one off the top of my head for this answer. I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah. I didn't think of an revived. answer. Um, yeah. Well, Jim, I know you're a big fan of The Prowler. The Prowler, it's always seems like one where it's like, why oh, don't I get a sequel or another one? Like, that's a that's a fun little Yeah, thing right? Flick. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to see a modern, you know, it would be nice to see, because uh, to be fair, like, the, the best modern franchise, in my opinion, is John Wick. So I'd mm, love to good. see a, a modern horror franchise really. And, 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 I, I guess in a way, Scream is kind of re- reinventing itself in a way. But no, nah, it'd be fun to see something like, I don't know, like, uh, I, I don't know. I can't think of anything that would be really like I well, really like, want to see more of. The recent yeah. one. Well, the recent ones is like Saw and Paranormal. Like those are the ones that like. Yeah. Going. yeah Saw kind of went like with yeah. Spiral, which is. Okay, and, and now they're coming back. With the thing that's not okay. spiral related again. They're doing another saw this yeah. year that has nothing to do with spiral. It seems. Got it. <laughs> so, yeah. By the way, are yeah. we getting a requel or sequel or reboot of? I know you did last summer. All, I think it's is it well, a, it's a sequel because it's it's announcing it's a well, it well there was a series on Amazon that already happened, but they oh, they, gotcha. they announced that yeah Jennifer Love Hewitt and Freddie Prince Jr. are coming back for a new film. Got it. Okay. I mean, fine. I, I'm down. I'll check sure. it out. <laughs> okay. I, I don't. Yeah. I, I don't know what that is, but that's that is the plan currently. So we'll see what happens. Got it. Okay. I know uh, what you did last decade. Yeah. Or last. Like, I've got kids, 12. man. Yeah. Uh, well, the 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 question that is being asked of us today from Philip is a good question, uh, which is, what is your favorite era and or subgenre of horror films? Uh, Jimmy and Aaron, I'm going to defer to you because uh, you guys are are masters of this genre. I mean, I I grew up I, I the grew up on the '80s slasher films, especially mm-hmm. the early '80s. This, you know, I I kind of I kind of go and '80s, but I will say, and I want to give credit to modern filmmakers right now. Ever since the Babadook, man, we've been seeing really good freaking horror films, and it's been nice that I, I I could easily come up with a top ten of horror almost every year since then easily and I, so you know what right now i think we we're at the best time for horror that we've been in since the 80s and it's wow, kind of nice great. so yeah it's weird to narrow this down like as far as what like it's I, hard like for one thing I, like i really like zombie movies but there's also a lot of bad zombie movies but there's a lot of good ones and i like specific mm-hmm. things about good zombie movies so it's like that's one thing mm-hmm. 
but I also like I love creature features. Um, like mm. you, you and like, like the Boogans, like the Boogans. You, and, you, <laughs> you and like Brandon obviously are much bigger on slashes than I am. I don't hate slashes by any means, but it's certainly it's not like my go-to by comparison. So I'm trying to think like, what's the one For that's sure. like, what am I racing out the theaters if they say this kind of horror movie is coming my way? And I, it, it's a that's a tough call because <laughs> I, I like seeing horror movies mm. in a the theater. I do think like what you're saying about like the Babadook and stuff like that. I don't, I hate the term elevated horror. So I'm not going to use that, but like in terms of, yeah, uh, I don't want to say like horror movies about trauma. That's stupid. Also, it's more like <laughs> um, <laughs> something about like, how do you even phrase it? Just like lower, but even, but horror is like always low budget, but like lower budget, like something's bumping in the dark. I don't know what that is. I got to find out movies. I, I don't know yeah, what to call okay. that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, I hear you. Like, yeah, like you it just comes at night. That I, I feel. Yeah. It comes at night or the, the black coat's daughter, I guess is her A24 film is what I'm saying now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the A24 and Neon, they're, they're doing all these. And don't get me wrong, I love those movies. It's like there's, yeah. which is an A24, uh, but it's like, there's something about like the unknown that's beyond you that you have to discover and that's going to do something to you that there's like that's, right, right, that that yeah. gets at me in a way where I'm like yes Abe you love home invasion right you can just race out of the theaters I mean, home invasion movies. though yeah like the the suspenseful home home invasion stuff is like some of like the scariest genres to me but that's not really oh, that terrifying. is a sub genre but in terms of errors like you know I've I've heard you guys like throw a few surprises on like the 80s and Jimmy you just mentioned like how the slasher movies like in the 80s were criticized. There was like no real rhyme or reason to them. They just were like no horror movies yeah. that that they're just fun like, things like uh like what's that slumber like midnight slumber party or whatever that you, that you talk about yeah. yeah yeah or like you know the one where it's like it's not really a woman it's a guy at the end you know it's like these are these are some really interesting God, could they do a sleepaway camp now is that even possible that one, yeah that one but could yeah. they like, uh, I don't no, think that's I don't possible know, to do man. anymore <laughs> like just the... but yeah i i feel like the 80s is like huge for like horror i mean horror's been big every every era that it's been in but people generally refer to like the 80s for slashing I, is 70s like a thing like oh for sure you got yeah, you okay. got exorcist halloween texas chainsaw yeah, oh that's a great point that's a great it's, point. it's yeah, gritty so and dark yeah. in the 70s <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah the yeah. 80s yeah. is like let's pop it out a bit here let's get let's get some fun <laughs> it's so depressing <laughs> watching invasion of let's the body stab a guy in the eye and have the eye at the end of the knife you know that's fun um so yeah i, I but subgenres as subgenres go like the ones that really get to me and under my skin are, are suspenseful uh, home invasion stuff where it's just like you know like the goofy stuff is like totally i'm i'm i can go home and like not leave the lights on like but you know i'm never gonna watch the strangers again uh, uh, and you know stuff well, like that you, where, you're, like, you're, you're or remember, even like hush there, there are three stranger movies coming your way so i'm get ready. so not excited for that yeah but like even like hush where i was like you know i don't like this <laughs> so but yeah oh, all you right know me, uh, like uh creepy kid movies those do it for me but that's like a, such oh, a yeah. different that's such a different league yeah, where it's like, what the thing right. I like about creepy kid movies, as you might recall, is it's not the horror aspect. It's the there's generally only one person that knows there's a creepy kid. And so you're I'm spending the movie being frustrated that no one else catches on. Yeah, so it's yeah, like yeah. I'm mad at the movie, but that's very entertaining for me. That's a great subgenre for sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like uh, you can't go wrong with that uh, because it's always going to have like poltergeist. Like what was the one with Gilbert, the devil's backbone or something like that? Devil's and... backbone. Yeah. Yeah. And what's like the one with like the 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 nursery rooms where they all have bags over their heads? Um, the orphanage. Uh, the orphanage. Yeah, the, the yeah, one yeah, kid yeah. with the bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. They call him Baghead. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually Jack Skellington's nephew. Exactly. Yeah, They're Robert related. Skellington. Yeah. Robert. 
They call him Bob. Roberto Skeleton. It's a Spanish film. Well, they uh, can, yeah, it's Spanish. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they call him Bob sometimes. <laughs> Bobberto. Yeah. Bobberto. That's not <laughs> feedback. Feedback, feedback, feedback. <laughs> Right. <laughs> that's going to bring us to the end of this week's Out Now Theater Dave. You can find more of my work at my personal blog, thecodeasy.com. Everything I do ends up over there. I write for wheelofentertainment.com and for Why So Blue. And I am on Twitter at Aaron's PS4. Abe? You can find more fun stuff for my Instagram, abe.mua, and twitter.com slash wallersmoose. Hashtag beheadings. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy O, where can people find more of you online? I got joeblow.com. I got soundscary.com. Uh, well, dot, dot com. We have a YouTube channel. I got a Cinder Scare podcast. Listen to it. It's really good, guys. Uh, and then I've got um, something else going on. Oh, yeah. I'm on Twitter and shit like that. <laughs> Great. And a uh, well use of your time, <laughs> you can tell. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, exactly. I, I'm I'm so over social media at the moment. But yeah, yeah you might, uh, Jimmy to the O usually or Instagram, all that shit. Snapchat. Hey, I'm I'm everywhere. I'm I'm all, all over the place on that social media thing. Great. Awesome. You can find all the other episodes yes. about now if there's on iTunes, Audible, Spotify, and Stitcher. <laughs> SoundCloud, Podomatic, and Nature Stability. Feel free to email us at outnowpockets at gmail.com. Uh, right on our Facebook, Facebook.com slash out now podcast or tweet us at twitter.com slash out now underscore podcast. And our Instagram page, instagram.com slash out now underscore podcast as well. And again, uh, leave us a rating review on iTunes. That'd be great. Yeah. Thank that you was so. impressive, guys, what you just did there. That was really you know, it's fun when it comes like we're trying to do it as fast as possible for some reason. There's no time <laughs> yeah. limit on this. Anyway, Jimmy, thank you very much for joining us this evening. Thank you, Jimmy. You're welcome. It was good to be back, guys. For sure. Glad to have you on as always. Look forward to having you on again. That's going to do it for this week's episode. Next week, we're talking Shazam! Fury of the Gods. Uh, but yeah, until next time, so long. And trick or treat. Woke up a new at the call. I couldn't get any farther from the daylight. Was I still dreaming? Stuck to a machine or choking and screaming with my hands tied. Calling and calling, but nobody comes. Falling and falling, no air in my so comfortably numb Don't know how I Pretty feedback, feedback, feedback. Exactly. Oh, thanks, Jimmy, Jimmy. Jimmy gets the game. You're welcome. He gets I it. I do. But we'll see about the the actual game that I have prepared for you guys. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, oh, no, Keanu's not here. That's Jimmy. <laughs> oh. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <sighs> okay. Uh, you know, I was a stand-in one day on uh, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Is that true? Wow. Yeah. Dead, dead serious. I, I, I was auditioning to be his regular stand-in. It was me and another guy, but... Yeah, I hate the other guy got it, but I was like, I was one of the guys picked. So. This is why they confused you uh, at the uh, press junket. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're like, oh, I'm he looks exactly like, you know, from the back. He looks like James Austin. And it's true. Man. Like, I literally saw his interviews. I was rooting for you, the man. Back. They picked the other guy, but man, I wanted you. <laughs> yeah, he did. I told him uh, about one time. Whoa. I told him that. Yeah. I really tried whoa. to back you on The Watcher, but they, they wouldn't let me have it. <laughs> I love The Watcher. That's a great movie. James Spader was like, no. And I'm like, but come on, James. And he's like, no, it's my movie, Keanu.
<laughs> Such a James Spader move. Classic, yeah, classic, classic, dick, move. classic dick move by Spader. Yeah, 80s heartthrob James real, Spader. Real Brat Pack energy going on that one. Real was he really pack. a heartthrob, though, James Spader? He's or was a, he oh, more of a weirdo? Got, like, buttons, uh, he's one of those on guys that gets lubbed in. Hi, Sydney. Oh, wait. Sydney's not home? Sydney's not home? I guess I'll leave a message. Yeah, okay, you can leave a message. Um, just tell her I I I want to know if she she likes scary movies. That's really that's what you're asking. Yeah, I just never mind. Uh, uh, Baba Booey, hangs up. <laughs> Baba Booey, he just hangs up. <laughs> what if Ghostface did that? <laughs> that would be amazing. If, if, oh, Gale. <laughs> if Ghostface was like so polite as to be like, oh well, I guess I'll just come up later. That'd be great. Yeah. Oh, that would be funny. I'm gonna cut you like a fish. Bobby Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> is this Howard Stern again? I'm stabbing here. I get the I... big cloak. He just turns to the guy. He's like, hey, I'm stabbing here. <laughs> <Stabbing here. laughs> like blood just like covers <laughs> his face. <laughs> and not even like a small, it's like a giant splash of blood. Like, I'm stabbing, stabbing here. here. <laughs>